Hi friends! Welcome to Nature Check's Arta Campaign, the show where you come for the game and stay for the science! Hi, my name is Cheryl, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm the Dungeon Master for the Arta Campaign. I'm also a PhD candidate studying ecology at the University of Illinois Chicago, and when I'm not doing my research, I'm a science communicator and finally back to hosting, posting videos on The Roving Naturalist on YouTube. Yay! Next there's Nancy. Hey everyone, my name is Nancy. I'm an entomologist, which means that I study bugs and I live in Quito, Ecuador, where I will tote your bum around the jungle to look at all the beautiful bugs like Cheryl's bum. She's coming in November. So excited. <laughs> so if you want to look at bugs in the jungle, it is a possibility. Yeah, I play a character. Her name is Kay. She is a human looking person, but she's actually a celestial. <laughs> <laughs> and her pronouns are she, her. Our pronouns are she, her. <laughs> real good up until that point. You were doing great. <laughs> I was doing real good. Just, you like, to talk. I feel like there's something else I'm supposed to say. I'm like, oh, right. I play an, I play a character. Right. Her. <laughs> that girl. <laughs> oh, gosh. Then there's Ryan. Hi, I'm Ryan. Entomologist, naturalist, horticulturalist, uh, working in medical cannabis in Pittsburgh. In our game, I play Fletcher, Fletcher, the human wizard, and both of our pronouns are he, him. And we've got Cindy. Hey, I'm Cindy Sheher. I'm a science enthusiast, and I play an enduring engineer over on here's Boston Constellation on the Weirdling Switch and YouTube channels. But here, I'm playing Natya, the water method druid. And there's Peter. I'm Peter. I, I'm an agricultural scientist, and I play Cedric. And he is a dwarfish young man <laughs> who is our resident cleric, and both he and I use he, him pronouns. We're on fire tonight, folks. <laughs> okay, that one was definitely worse than mine. <laughs> <laughs> and I was covering for you. Oh my gosh. Thanks, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, if you are watching us right now live, thank you so much for being here and putting up with us. You know the drill. Talk to us in the chat. Hello, puppy. So that we can answer all of your questions and you can razz the team as they try to make it up this path up the mountain. Be sure to check out the reference section down below so you can follow all of these lovely folks on social media. And don't forget, if you haven't joined us in Discord yet, the link, it's down there too. You can come and chat with us about all sorts of things like placing bets on how long it's going to take them to cross the 30-foot gap this evening. Or, you know, memes that cross D&D and science. Also, if you can't watch us live or you want to share us with someone in your life who also likes D&D and science, you can find the sessions of all of our TTRPGs in video form on our YouTube channel and in podcast form in all the places where podcasts can be found. All right. After stumbling into a Reptoran village high in the mountains, you found yourselves in yet another temple to Obadhai and Alana. You went through a series of trials on the other side of a door marked Recall, and once you were successful, Cedric was returned to you. You've spent some time getting reacquainted with one another, then you spoke with the village elders about the temple and the ceremony. You performed the ceremony while the elders watched, then they suggested you embark on a second series of trials in order to try to retrieve a special item, a relic of the gods, that might help you on your journeys. It is now mid-morning on Kordem, the 13th day of Brightrun, and you are standing at the edge of a 30-foot gap in the trail leading towards the peak of Belukako Tuturo. What would you like to do? 
cry and turn around. That's what I was waiting for. (laughs) You can cry, but I don't think your friends want you to turn around. This looks familiar. 30 foot that way? No, it's that it's that way. But not that way. <laughs> yes, it's it's horizontal, a thirty foot gap. Okay. And how and how far how down deep? is it? Oh, did I write that? Let's see. In my how? brain, it's infinite, infinite death. <laughs> death. Yeah, far enough. Like far enough to hurt real bad. Like 40, 50 mm. feet. Oh, that's that's not bad. We've <laughs> that, probably is that all to kill fallen you, that or is that just like before. a a broken arm? Uh, it depends on how many hit points you have. <laughs> I'm gonna say, and some nice. of us, I think it would be okay, but some of us, I think it might be real bad things. Like and speaking from personal experience, depends on who you land on. That too. The, yeah. <laughs> so like, someone oh, 50, who has a lot of hit nothing. <laughs> Even though in real life, like starting at like six feet off the ground, you're in danger of like serious injury and death. <laughs> six feet. <laughs> For sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I think we're all like Olympic gymnasts and know how to land properly sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right so um well, who remembers the last chasm we crossed and what was the way that we did it that worked the best i don't feel like we had any way that worked super well nothing we worked through, well we made it through that whole desert temple of like jumping up being blasted through the air and Cliffs but, like, to climb over and stuff a, like that. There wasn't like a a chasm kind of thing. The last chasm you crossed was the like I think I said it the was trick, like sixty or hundred feet bridge. wide canyon. Yeah. When we spent an entire episode crossing. Yeah. <laughs> but also like and falling into and crawling right, out. Of. Yes. Yeah. But like we got trees and stuff around here, right? Yeah, yeah, I wanted that's what I wanted to ask with Cindy just like what what do we observe on like our side of the the chasm and on the other side in terms of like trees big rocks like anchoring points uh-huh. what's what's around here yeah so there definitely are things like that you're moving up the side of the mountain and again this is still sort of on the arid side of things so the trees aren't like especially huge but there are trees and shrubs and rocks of varying sizes all along the slope to your left so, climbing down, climbing back up. Or I mean, we can maybe if, like make a rope bridge. Yeah. If there's like enough flyover. Yeah, if there's enough vertical, vertically oriented things to tie off to, we have. It's only thirty feet. We have two lengths of fifty feet foot rope. We could do. I know we have more than more lengths than that, but we only need to. Is what I'm saying. To lay down, like, you know, the, 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 the two rope rope bridge that you like hold yeah. on to the top one and shuffle on the bottom one. If there's enough that we could build that, that could get us across the smaller gap pretty easily. And it'll be like, you're not like, you know, it's not a single one. Like, I think at the canyon, we were trying to like, like hook our arms and legs over it and like scooch across it. I don't think we did the double ropes. I don't, I don't, I don't think, remember. I think it was too, too wide for us to even. We had to go climb down up. and then back up. This one. Oh, right. I've never so really did... thought about the whole two rope crossing thing. That the, makes like, sense. The like super basic rope bridge. Definitely wouldn't be fantasy dwarf OSHA approved. <laughs> it's slack lining with training wheels. 
That seems like something I could maybe do. <laughs> I mean, like, worst case scenario, you guys just have to resurrect me again, right? Oh, yeah, because it was so easy the first time. <sighs> I mean, now you guys have practiced, so it'll be easier the second time. Cheryl, did you just hurt yourself? No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm hurt on the inside. <laughs> that was so loud. <laughs> I like, say that in character, by the way. Right, just yeah. Clarifying. It's like he's forgetting all the work he had to do to be resurrected. He doesn't remember it super right, great. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, we should do that. I guess Nadia is gonna have to fly over and tie some stuff together. Did yeah, you guys bring you your rope? We always bring a rope. rope. We like now all have a length of rope. <laughs> so. Well, legitimate question. Did Cedric's rope survive? I think the rest of your stuff did, so it's probably fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think everything everything officially survived. Like I did fall in the acid water, but I don't think it like ate any of my stuff. <laughs> my rope might be slightly not as good as everyone else's, but yeah, let's. I, I I can I can get started on that. And use my rope. Sure, I've I've got rope. You've got rope. I'll I'll give you one end, and I'll start tying the other end off to mm-hmm. this tree over here. Yeah. While Fletcher finishes his thought. <laughs> I was just gonna say, is Kay the best with ropes on our side of the chasm? Because I think she yes. is. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I, I vote for Kay to tie the knots on our side. <laughs> I don't see why. I mean, I took classes as a child in how to tie knots. Sure, we're all equally good at it. But fine, if you, okay, if you want to tie the knot, go for it. I'll tie the knot. Okay. I'm assuming you want me to roll for that. (laughs) Yeah, so you're tying the ends of both ropes? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So give me two use rope checks. And you can tell me which one is for the bottom rope and which one is for the top rope. Uh, I guess the bottom rope. I got a natural twenty. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> Reassuring. So that one is real good. I got twenty four in the second one. Uh huh. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> they be tied. Like well, before you guys even like realize she's doing it, they're both tied off. <laughs> Cedric gives you kind of like he like like looks at the knots kind of appraisingly and then like looks at you and gives you like a good job. Yeah, see? <laughs> I had to tie a lot of ropes because you know we would like Ozzy and I would like jump out of windows and stuff when after we stole stuff to escape. So like, you know, the rope had to be real good because it's really hard to run when you've like sprained your ankle after jumping out of a window, you know what I mean? <laughs> Have we talked about you stealing stuff before? <laughs> Now that you mentioned, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, what? Kind I have of... money now, so I don't need to steal stuff. Uh, but also, one hopes your morals would identify stealing as a thing that is wrong. I mean, I feel like it depends on the situation, right? Fair enough. And who's stealing? Like, is it some rich guy who has a lot of money already and is stealing? Like, that's pretty bad. Are you, like, a nine-year-old street kid who doesn't have food? Is it really that bad? Never really thought about it that way before. 
Yeah, we don't really grow mushrooms in the middle of the street, unlike apparently your caves where mushrooms just grow everywhere. So like, yeah. It's weird because New Sanchester is pretty damp. I feel like you could probably grow mushrooms pretty good. I don't think nine-year-old me had the skill set. I don't think 17-year-old me has a skill set to grow mushrooms, to be honest. Fair enough. It is a, it is a, it, an art, really. Mm, maybe you should teach me sometime. Then I could teach the other street kids how to grow mushrooms and they wouldn't have to steal for food. Yeah, I mean, if it'll prevent theft. Yeah, see, there you go. Look, you can make a Starving children. All around good, right? Yeah, it sounds like a win-win. Mm-hmm. I'd be happy to do that. Set up a mushroom farm as soon as we get back. All right. <laughs> Gerald does not look <laughs> pleased. <laughs> I'm not not pleased. I'm just <laughs> anyway. <laughs> is was the plan that Nadia was going to tie the other two? While ends off this conversation right? is happening, Nadia <laughs> is going over to the other side to do the thing with the rope. And you're we'll still very happy goes. because it's drizzling rain. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was well, a really long pause. You have one job, Nadia. <laughs> <laughs> one job. <laughs> we'll say the top rope. Yeah, I did just say that because it's top and bottom rope. The top rope, we'll say, is a 17. Okay. And the other one is a 2. Cool. Awesome. Love that. Because <laughs> I have. No bonus on use rope. Me? Okay. Unless it's with bindings, but I don't think we can say this nah, is bindings. No. <laughs> but Nadia flies the two ends of the ropes over and ties them off to some things and gives you big th- thumbs up. <laughs> Great. Great. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I'm the heaviest. I guess I should go first to test it. Does that make sense? If it doesn't break for me, it won't break for you guys. Can we have Nadia spot us? Nadia, will you spot us as we're I'm going? Gonna, I'm going to hold at least one of these ropes as they go, I think. Which one? Yeah. We, we could make a harness. We have enough ropes that we could like tie ourselves in mm. and then tie it to the top rope. Yeah, you could do that. Mm-hmm. Yep, that I could like even, like, idea. if we don't want to have to cut the remaining rope, I could, like, fly one back over the other side. Well, we have four pieces, right, of 50 length? She means the harness. We could make one harness and then she can... Well, you could make two harnesses with the two remaining ropes, yeah. Well, we can't fly, so I guess I'll do that on this side. Okay, do you know how to make a harness out of a rope? Uh, Yeah, sure. Would that be like making a binding? (laughs) (laughs) It would Uh, be like making a binding. (laughs) I could I could tie you up to the rope and then one of us might be able to get you back out. Yeah. I could tie you to it. <laughs> I actually Kay probably could get you out, right? Yeah. I don't know. We just saw that Kay is really good at using ropes. So, you know Actually, to be fair, my escape artist is extremely high. <laughs> what I'm picturing I... right now is Nadia like tying you to the rope like a you know, like like a like a package or something, like or like laundry, mm-hmm. right? Where you just like pull, you know, and you just mm-hmm. ee, 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 across. You wouldn't have any range of motion, but like I could tie you real good to that rope. Mm-hmm. All right. So actually, the with bindings bonus is not that high. Okay. So who is making this harness, or are you not making one? I vote K does it because 
Uh, I just saw her tie some super good knots on this tree over here. I, Nadia, <laughs> I assume your knots are great, but I can't see them from over here. <laughs> I, I guess I will make the harnesses. Am I making two? Yeah, that sounds good. Do I do two rolls or just one? Yeah, you can do two rolls. That'll be use rope again. 19 plus 6 25. Okay. <laughs> I like these dice. <laughs> After they've made me die in the canyon, I, I abandoned them in the drawer for a while. I guess they got upset. Yeah, they just have to These are your canyon dice. Time out. Yeah, and the other one's a 17. Okay, cool. So these harnesses are going around the person and then around the top rope. So it, so it just like moves along with you. Is that what the like? Okay. Oh, Nancy, I think you're muted. So if you slip and fall off the bottom rope or the bottom rope, it doesn't hold well. You're attached to one of the. You ropes, are attached. Yeah. And will not fall into the chasm. Yeah. Kay has trust issues after nearly almost dying in the canyon. Yeah. No, it makes sense too because then if you slip like your footing you'd only be relying on like your hands on the top rope and it gives you a little more support too to like get your feet back on. So it makes, I think that makes sense. That's a good idea. We do that here in the canopy walks, right? So there's like the canopy walk bridge and then there's the line above you and then they harness you in into the top one as well. So if you slip and fall off of it, then you don't fall to your death <laughs> <laughs> from a hundred foot tree. Mm-hmm. What, a good, what a good tour guide sales pitch that was. You won't right? fall to your death. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like suddenly concerned after making you guys do all of this. What she's gonna do to me in the jungle? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I heard Cedric volunteering to go first. Be glad to. Awesome. All right. So you put on your harness and make sure it's all looped and whatever this elaborate rope system thing is you guys have now. And, and I am gonna hold the top rope. Okay. Just for added. Oh, okay. Yeah, for like tension. Since, so. since they are now harnessed to the top rope, I will hold the top rope. Sounds like a solid idea. Yeah, all um, of a sudden, it's a lot saggier than it was. Yeah. <laughs> Cedric, can you give me a balance check as you move across this tightrope thing? I can do that. <laughs> well, that's a five. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Okay, (laughs) so you make it to like the, you know, like the midway mark of this and you were trying really hard to sort of like look straight ahead and like keep your balance and you started to get a little nervous and you like looked down and you realized how far below you the drop was and then your feet, your legs started to shake and your foot slipped and you sort of come off of the bottom rope and are just hanging and now testing this very nice harness that Kay made for you. And also Nadia's strength to hold the top rope in place. Uh, okay. I guess while hanging, I'm gonna like try and like hanging, like try and use one foot to grab or one hand to grab the bottom rope and try and like get back up onto it. Okay. Yeah. I, that's. I mean, you can do that. It's not super hard because it's not like you went anywhere. They're right mm-hmm. on to, like on top of one another, parallel. Oh, or whatever. Hey, shouts. Um, Good thing I made the harness, eh? <laughs> yeah, A+. plus. Um, How am I not doing? Great. Yeah, you're really good at this. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of focused right now. <laughs> Can you give me one more balance check to get across then? 
That's a natural one for a total of two. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Nadia, you watch him, he sort of like shakily like gets back up onto the bottom rope and then just like tries to take another step and just like slips right off again. And he's just like hanging and kind of bouncing a little. I think it's my shoes are kind of slippery. He doesn't have even have his armor check penalty to this task anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and, and sort of carefully let go of the top rope and fly out to spot him, which I just realized what Ryan was saying earlier when he said spotting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having a day. It's no, fine. that's totally fine. Oh. All right. So if- Cedric is going to like, as soon as you get close to it, me. I like I, I frantically like I reach out and like like grab your arm like like to to get you to steady me. No 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 no. Uh, I, rope, grab rope. Uh, yeah, I've got rope. it. Uh, Other uh, hand uh, rope. Like I'm, I'm now holding like your shoulders. Both hands rope. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Yeah. I can do this. Mhm. 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 That is exactly uh, what a like, drowning person does. So very good. Yeah. <laughs> I figured with a natural one, he's, yeah. he's freaking out. He's having a panic attack. Because the thing is, the rope can hold his weight. The water method cannot. <laughs> not, until, not unless you're attached to something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'm going to try and mm-hmm. do get back up onto the rope again. Yeah. So with Nadia spotting you, I will give you a plus two to a balance check to try to make it the rest of the way. I'm sure that'll make all the difference. Sometimes it may. It's real well. That's another natural one. Oh my god. Oh no. I am so sorry. We just talked about this. <laughs> Best to just get them all out now. <laughs> Stakes are low. You've got a harness. We've got time. Uh, hold on a sec. I'm I'm so glad that not that that Kay did the, the harness. There are oh these were spent for Kay and Fletcher. Kay or Fletcher, do you want to give up one of these re-rolls that Raytheel bought for you the other day so that Cedric can try to get across? I mean, if it gets Cedric across the damn bridge, then sure. I'm pretty sure Cedric Re-roll. already used his last time. Yeah. I'm going to roll with a physical dice because okay. roll 20 hates me now. Uh-huh. So do I still get a, a plus two to this? Yeah, this, you're re-rolling the natural one that you just got. Yeah. Wow, so that's a total of six. <laughs> With the plus two and my natural plus one. <laughs> Nadia, you've got him like, he's like <laughs> standing and wobbling, but he's not really able to make any forward progress. <laughs> yeah. And just hyperventilating. Okay, then I'm going to try to talk him down. You can do this. You can do this. It's just, it's just a little bit further. Breathe. Are you breathing? Breathe slower. I just died. I don't want to die again. Yeah, not, it was not, not a pleasant experience the first time. Look, Kay made you this nice harness. It's going to be fine. You just. Yeah, sure. Just, yeah. Great. Just, uh-huh. Doing a no, great job. You, just hang in here. Cedric, just freaking hang Cedric, in here. Cedric. Cedric. Mm-hmm. Breathe. Please. <laughs> please breathe. Slower. <laughs> Okay. Why are these ropes so thin? So slippery. This is this is why I've never heard of this two rope thing before because it's a terrible idea. 
You can do it, Cedric. You can do it. Kay is like cheering from the <laughs> the end, the other side. She like grabs some leaves and makes like little pom pom. Oh. <laughs> you can it's do so it. You're so close. Halfway. There are two ropes because they're they're small and slippery. Okay. 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 The harness will hold you. You just need to move yourself. Okay. 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 Nadia should not know all of these things. This is this is not Nadia's. No. Okay. Anyway. Uh, okay. So you think you've calmed down? A little bit. A little bit. Nadia, let's see. This is you're trying your best to sort of like give him a pep talk. Do you have a skill you think is useful for that? Like, there's got to be something charisma based, right? <laughs> what are the? It's not like bluff. Bluff. <laughs> <laughs> diplomacy. There's... You're doing great, bud. Diplomacy. Bluff. You're doing could so it, good. Could, it, could we Look call it you. diplomacy? Yeah, you can try to close this. Handle I mean, my bluff is extremely high. <laughs> you could take that tack, but I feel like I would then have to lie to you about something. Yes, you have to lie in order to use bluff. <laughs> Not lie to me, Nadia. Lie to me. Well, I need everything is going to be fine. You're not that We're so close. You're so close. You just need to just pull yourself along. There's n- these ropes will definitely hold. <laughs> All right. Uh, I feel bad doing this. What is okay. this? What What are you doing? Uh, can we call that a bluff? I don't like. I'm do- telling him it's not that far, and he just has to just just. Are those things that Nadia doesn't believe to be true? <laughs> Like, I don't know if I would consider that a lie, because he is only 15 yeah. feet away from the other Let's side. call it diplomacy. Let's call it diplomacy. I still got pretty good okay. diplomacy. Okay, diplomacy. Okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> dice! He's dice! Oh my god. It's our curse. The canyon curse. Amazing. 16. 16. Okay, awesome. Yeah. 16's so, pretty good. Okay, so Cedric, she's talked you down, ideally. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So should I make another balance check? Yeah, but because she has both, she has studied you both physically and hopefully mo- mentally, emotionally, you can have a plus four this time. Let's see if okay. that works. Okay, all right. Here goes nothing. That's an 18 plus five, uh, 23. You make it to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Like, super ungracefully. Like, gets, like, to the edge and, like, like falls off of the rope again and like falls to the ground and is like scrambling like uh, away from the edge of the canyon and like getting as like as far away from my, I, as I can get and like with with like still attached to the harness like I'm like up against the tree <laughs> that the the top rope is tied to. <laughs> so the way that I normally do high ropes courses, which is why I don't oh. do high ropes courses. Same, same. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Are you just going to hang out in that harness while the next person crosses, or are you taking it yes. off? Yes. Yes, I am sitting here, like, doing, like, a lot of deep breathing, like, very much just, like, focusing on myself, not paying attention to anybody else. Neat. Uh, who's going next? <laughs> I don't know, Fletcher. Who do you... <laughs> do you want to go next? If Kay goes um, last, she can make sure her harness is on securely. Hmm. Yeah, it... Uh, yeah, I'll I'll go next with the with the second harness. It it seems like Cedric is having a moment over there in that one. 
Yes. You can do it, Fletcher. I have faith in you. You get the harness on, tied off, and all that to the top rope. And that is a balance check. That is a 10 total. Well, it did hit my other dice. To, it didn't do its full roll. <laughs> Should I count it or do a better roll? Do a different roll? So, I'm leaving it up to you because it did. It ran into stuff. If, if it landed and it wasn't cocked, I think it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Then it's 10. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, hit the, it hit the other pile of dice. I was like. Yeah. Yeah. A, a 10 is totally fine. So you're doing pretty okay making your way across but man there's something about the middle of this bridge as you are sort of just past midway all of a sudden you feel the rope under your feet getting like more and more slack in it maybe because there was lots of bouncing during the first crossing and the knot on the far side of the chasm comes untied and that rope drops out from under you cool I rolled so got the heart. Thanks for volunteering to go second, Fletcher. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I definitely. Uh, Fletcher closing it for you. When I feel the the rope suddenly nothing under my feet anymore, also feel the equivalent drop of my stomach that there's nothing under me. But I basically like wrap my arms around the upper rope, so it's like I'm like putting my arms like around in the rope and with the harness. And I'm like, Nadia, 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 rope, rope, I'm there. please. I'm there, I'm please. right there. Yes, yes. Uh, I will fly down, grab the rope, go back over and retie it. Awesome. <laughs> Cedric, like you retying it right next to him. So he's going to like kind of pay it to, and like grab onto it and kind of like hold, like as you retie it, he's going to then sit there. And kind of like yeah. hold it just to, sit there to and anchor it. That it. would be great. Nice. Mm-hmm. That used rope is a 14. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you retie it, and now Cedric is sort of making sure that it's gonna stay. Fletcher, you can sort of gingerly reset yourself on the rope. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll like get my legs, get my feet back up when I like can feel that I'm like I can actually like put some weight and kind of like stretch on it, then I kind of undo some of the coils that I put the rope around my arms to, to, to keep being able to move. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one more balance check. Okay. That's a 14. Okay. Yeah, you make it across to the other side just fine. Ooh. It's not, okay. It, it's not that bad as long as the rope doesn't come out from under you. And then I will that's, that's we can good get to Fletcher. Know. We can get Fletcher out of his harness and I'll take it back over to Kay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Balance check. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 23. Yeah. You just fly across it at the end. No problem. Yep. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, Cedric. What the hell was your problem? Cedric, like... Just like leans over and pukes. <laughs> like as soon as Kay gets across, he's like, <gasps> "You need more street kid life in your life." Apparently, I mean, like, you know, I don't think I can handle crossing clotheslines, dropping out of buildings. Like it was that was the. Can life, we not talk man. about it right now? Sure. Seeing Fletcher almost die is <laughs> a little too, too much. All right. 
Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm sure there um, won't be any more canyons to cross. Okay, you this did it! Yay! Mountainous obstacle course. Yeah, definitely not in the unmaintained mountainous trail that's usually done by people who can fly. Right. Surely there's mm-hmm. great trail maintenance. That was like real <laughs> explicitly to help them learn how to fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you just leaving those two ropes set up, or is not even? We should probably take them. No, we're taking all the ropes. Yeah, I'll collect them. (laughs) Seems like a solid choice. Okay, cool. So you made it across the 30-foot gap in the path. Yay! And it only took 36 minutes this time. Well, it's, yeah, it's 36 minutes past the hour. Real time. I mean, real time. Right, yeah, but we did intros and stuff, so it's more like 20 minutes. That's pretty okay. Um, (laughs) all right so nature check come for the game stay for the use rope checks (laughs) it's a good skill to have on the skill list just saying i Um, has it yeah you do (laughs) Alrighty. so you walk for you know maybe another 20 30 minutes again it's you know it's up uphill so it's steep going the path is kind of narrow so you've got to like watch your footing it's raining again it's not pouring so it's not that the visibility is really decreased in any way it's just everything's a little soggy and a little slippery and eventually you come to another one of those big wooden walls and for a reminder you were told that the wooden walls are operated by targets that you have to shoot and then they get lowered and you did one at the beginning is that a perception check or a search check to find the perception to the target. target yeah Oh gosh, I uh, will try. Yeah, I want to look around I, too. I can, can I also do yes, that? Everybody is too many people rolling. Yeah, I think we all we all like know what to look for. Yeah. I got a 19. 24. 24, 27. Huh? 27? 27. 16. 16. Uh, yeah, everybody sees it pretty easily now that you know what you're looking <laughs> like, for. Like, oh, there it is. It's right <laughs> over there. Uh. <laughs> do you want to use is. that sling of yours again, Cedric? Wait, why didn't Nadia just go over there and, like, kick it? <laughs> yeah, Nadia, go over there and kick mm-hmm. it. That's a good idea. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, sure. I can try that, I guess. Or can Nadia fly I, around to the other side of the wall and see if there's a mechanism that just lowers it? <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Because it clearly has mechanics. I mean, she's, <laughs> you think really, that I... she's really good at mechanical things. Mm-hmm. Remember the ladder in the mine? She's yeah. really mm-hmm. good at that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nadia, cool. you spent the last hundred years living in a jungle. You know how mechanisms work, right? <laughs> <laughs> My disabled device is a negative. She's not too bright there, Fletcher. <laughs> he, but Fletcher has faith in you, is what he's saying. See, we were just not discussing having how, like, I'm okay sheet. not being good at certain things. <laughs> because I don't need to do them. Because other people can. I can go over and try to, I can go over and poke the thing. Yeah, go punch it or something. Let's go try yeah. it. Okay. What's, uh, the, what's the worst that can happen? Roll me a punch <laughs> attack. <laughs> what is... So it's an unarmed strike. Unarmed? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't remember what I add for that. So it's Um, d20 plus your basic attack bonus plus your strength modifier minus four. Minus your what? Base attack. Base attack. It's d20 plus your base attack bonus plus your strength modifier minus four. Four. Yeah, that minus four is killer. Five. 
She goes up and whacks it, and it <laughs> doesn't do anything. Why? I'm having a great day. All right, I got this. <laughs> also, I just have to say, my husband definitely asked why you guys didn't just like have Nadia run up and punch it earlier, and I was like, I don't know. I think they wanted to like play the game and be honest, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just didn't occur to any of us. It legitimately did not occur to me at all. <laughs> is, is it? It's high up off the ground, right? Like, yeah, it's okay. Like uh, we have two people with slings and someone with a crossbow, so or a short bow. Short bow, yeah, so, yeah, short but, bow. You know, uh-huh. I have a crossbow too. There you go. We all have ranged weapons. Mm-hmm. I'm good with it, but <laughs> Nadia is our ranged weapon. I did a. I did a. Just come here, we'll throw you. (laughs) I see that you threw a rock. I threw a rock. You threw a rock, and it hits the target next to where Nadia is still hovering, I guess. And the target does sort of lean back, and the wall goes and crashes down and covers the gap. Like that, Nadia. (laughs) (laughs) You got to get it kind of upward a little bit. Okay, it's down now. Uh, I guess Kay runs across it. Okay, you run across. Yep. Keep going. Cool. Follow, not running, but Follow, walking. Not running. Yeah. Walking Slippery for safety. Yeah. Kay Wet. does not have good experiences with bridges <laughs> after being thrown off of one. Fair enough. But slack lines. Easy yeah, peasy. slack lines are fun. Yeah, yeah. easy peasy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you continue up this sort of narrow mountain path is like we didn't really like no i think we did last time cover this but who is sort of like leading this or are you walking like two and two or is nadia flying or whatever like how are you approaching getting up this narrow path k is not first i feel like nadia should go first because she can fly because obviously horse is built for nadia it makes sense for her to lead like a flying yeah. person mm-hmm. yeah but like I'll actually I can like stay on my feet just to sort of look for like dangerous spots for them too. Mm-hmm. Everybody so. remember to keep eyes out for acorns too. <laughs> mm. So Nadia, you're you're walking, but you can fly if you need to, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And are you checking checking the path for them is only half useful if I'm not checking for loose gravel, basically. Fair enough. Are you all just sort of like following her in a clump or what? Yeah. See, these questions make me nervous. <laughs> I need to visualize what's happening. How, I think how, the three wide, how wide is the path? Like single file? You or... could do like two people across. That's fine. Yeah, there's enough space for that. It's not like a road, but you know, yeah. you don't have to be yeah, like yeah. single file hugging me. Okay, it's not like a little ledge on the no. side. Of, okay. Should I be like looking for traps or something? I mean, you can. Hey, I thought you were. Uh, didn't we uh, cover this? Aren't you supposed to always be looking for traps? Okay, fine. I'll look for some traps. <laughs> okay. So I imagine that means K is behind Nadia. Yeah, that's a search check. Mm-hmm. Boys in the back. Yeah, I'll be walking with Cedric, but I'm also I'm like, like I want to be in the back because I keep almost dying. But Cedric <laughs> already really died, so I don't want to <laughs> put him. Like I'd rather be in front of him to keep Aww. him from dying again because of me again and that's basically so i'm just walking with him (laughs) oh 26 yeah the path is rugged but it doesn't appear to have any sort of trap mechanisms in it all of the i also just be 
Oh, sorry, can I also be keeping an eye out for the, the missing thing as well? For sure, Onward. yeah. Yeah, give me a perception check. And yeah, okay, it's it's rugged, but it doesn't seem to have any traps other than like, you know, the pretty obvious obstacles that you guys have already, you know, been working on. Okay. It's a 10. A 10? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So you continue making your way up this narrow path with Nadia leading and then Kay keeping an eye out for anything hinky in the path and then Cedric and Fletcher walking behind the ladies and you make it up to a point in the path. Sorry, reading notes, reading notes, reading notes, reading notes. Okay, so that doesn't hit you, but Nadia, as you are making your way through part of the, or up part of the path, all of a sudden... Something sort of lashes out from a crack in the rocks and tries to grab you and you're able to dodge out of the way and maybe even up into the air a little bit right as it lashes out. But you didn't see it when you were when you were perceiving or looking for the thing that you're supposed to be looking for. And I need you to roll initiative. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm putting your bird right next to you, Nadia, just because that way you have it if you want it. (laughs) Hi. He just stays on my initiative, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, look at a little tentacle monster. It is a little tentacle monster. Wow, that sounds horrible. Man, we haven't battled in so long. I've like almost forgotten how. I I was asleep the last big one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the tentacle monster tried to tentacle Nadia, and it rolled a three. So we're off to a great start. (laughs) Um. <laughs> that's okay because my previous role before that was a two mm-hmm. i just had one perception awesome okay and i guess i should roll for dokey. cool okay so anybody with an initiative greater than 20 oh i forgot to roll hold on <laughs> i forgot how to do this i was asleep last time <laughs> you were kidding i got a 22 22 okay what did, did you get higher than 20 no, I got an eight. Oh, awesome. Okay. I also got an eight. <laughs> well, I mean, I got a nine, yeah. but I rolled an eight. Pencil <laughs> was ready to write. Um, okay, so Fletcher with a 22. Nadia, what did you get? Suddenly my 12 is not so bad. 12. Wait, Cedric doesn't have any armor. Is that correct? Yep. <laughs> well, that sucks. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, and then Kay and uh, Cedric both had eights, but Kay has a higher <laughs> dexterity. I have a nine, actually. I got a plus one. So oh, I rolled an oops. eight. Plus one. And Kay got an eight total. So it is. I got an eight total. It was not epic. And then Kay. Okie dokie. Okay. So, Nadia, what you see, and Fletcher, you sort of see her dodge back out of the way and take a look at where, you know, she's dodging from. And you see this kind of like worm type creature with four big tentacles around kind of like a little beak mouth. And the thing, as you see it starting to uncoil from where it was hiding in the rocks, it's like seven, eight feet long. It's a big, thick, rubbery worm type thing. And it's most of it is sort of a darkish gray so that it blends in really nicely with the rocks where it was hiding. And it just tried to tentacle Nadia. So what would you like to do? Is it... Has it come, like, out of the rock on the path? Or is it, like, in there or, like, attached to the rock? Like, can we see, is it, like, is it able, is it, like, mobile? Is it moving? Yeah, it, it, so it, it was sort of, like, you can see it was hiding kind of, like, in a, you know, a 
again, this is a rugged terrain, so it's not smooth. So it was hiding in sort of like a, a little area, and now it is uncoiling out to try to get closer to her and grab her. Okay. Yeah. So is Nadia technically next to it, like in melee? Yes. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> so rude well i think uh i see it like where it's like uncoiling kind of like reaching out from the rocks uh and i'm gonna hit it with two magic missiles awesome cool so i can direct those right where i want them yes you can roll some damage okay. that's six damage total six damage um you said that was two magic missiles right Yes. Yeah. So yep. They fly out from your hands and sink right into the, again, it's like this weird, like big round rubbery worm thing and seem to hurt it. It, it sort of like does that weird, like, and you know, that I don't know if you could hear that and the tentacles sort of wiggle as if it was in pain. Yeah. And I'm assuming you might be staying back there. Yeah. And I, can I, um, as a free action, do like roll roll a nature check to see if I if this is similar to anything yeah. again like we've done before. Yeah, for sure. Uh, nature. Oh, I got an eighteen. An eighteen. Yeah. So this is this is a grick. So they're not animals. Technically, they're aberrations, right? And they live in dark places underground caves stuff like that so yeah like they're they're found on multiple continents so you are familiar with it yeah if you wanted to know other things about it i would let you do like a knowledge arcana check on your next turn okay um yeah i think that's it it's it well since i recognize it i think i i my last thing is i'm can i just like yell to nadia Mm -hmm. just be like nadia if you can move away from it these things are a lot longer than what you can see on them it has a big big range (laughs) and nadia it's your turn i think just out of a sheer startle response she's still going to take a claw attack first Mm -hmm. so that's two claws oh come on Sorry, I've got two numbers written here. No, it's okay. So it's a nine and a 20. So with the nine, you sort of misjudge how far you have to reach. The 20, you do rake your claws across the rubbery exterior of this creature. It feels real weird. Alrighty. That's five points of damage. Okay. And as you do that, like, it's it's weird because, like, you definitely hit it. And, like, you can feel mm-hmm. your claws sinking in. But, again, it's so rubbery that, like, like they sink in, but it's really just sort of like a they dent it and slide off. And okay, so it doesn't really feel like it really did anything. It. No. Cool. I am then, having heard Fletcher, going to go backwards okay. a good um, bit. So it, attack of opportunity. Da, 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 da. That is an 18. Yeah, that is. Okay. <laughs> Such a long delay on that pain. Um, I had to find it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm having a day. Um, okay, that's four points of tentacle slap damage. I don't know if it's... It doesn't Ow. say what kind of damage. It just says tentacle. Anyway. Um, bludgeoning. <laughs> a classic, that classic tentacle slap damage. <laughs> Super effective against fire elemental. 
But weak to ice. Mm-hmm. All right, Cedric, you watched all that happen. There's this weird gray rubbery worm thing trying to grab Nadia. Yeah, I um. Nadia, standing... were you... sorry, sorry, Nadia, were you moving away or are you just up in the air now? Because you're okay. Because your token is still there. But Cedric, keep going. All right, so standing like where I am, like like twenty feet away, mm-hmm. I basically I want to swing my warhammer. And like as I do, create a spiritual version of my warhammer directly in front of this creature, try and smack it in the face nice. um, with a spiritual weapon. That is a natural one. Oh no! Oh, buddy. Does that hit? No, it doesn't. <laughs> Three natural ones. Yep. Oh man. Yep. Maybe I came back wrong, you guys. And at least oh, one, God. two, right? Yes, and one, two. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. Oh, no. Audience, yep. you gotta help Cedric out, I think. <laughs> and I'm assuming that's it, then. That's a cool move, though. Mm. Yeah, that's my uh, it's my standard action. I'm gonna stay there. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Does, does my, is my, the re-roll I had, was it specifically for, like, climbing and crossing gaps? No, it was actually spent last time, so you can use it on whatever. Okay. Yeah. It's can, can he use it? Yeah, you can donate it to Cedric, that's fine. You trust me not to get another one? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, a no, humans... I do not trust you. <laughs> the uh, human spirit do your re-roll. is dumb. If that's... I got a two. <gasps> oh my god. So that's a that's a total of eight, which I assumed is no. not him. So what, you rolled a, a one, a one, a two, and now another one, and then a two. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. You need, to, you need to melt that die down and throw it away. <laughs> well, like, half of them were in roll 20. roll 20. Yeah. I did get a 15 in between there to hit the that's target true. that was stationary. <laughs> The where the where the the real where the <laughs> the rubber really met the road at that point, yeah. Oh, so no, buddy. Okay, chuck this into the garbage. <laughs> A fire blast comes from the garbage yeah. can. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! No, it just knocks the garbage can over. Cool. You guys have got this. You're great. Go for it. Oh. <laughs> Support character right here. <laughs> Um, okay, it's your turn. <laughs> um, I guess I like oh, Lord. shoot it. Okay. <laughs> With that. I shoot it. Well, the crossbow. I don't really got anything else to do, so. Mm-hmm. Try real hard. <laughs> I also got a two. <laughs> <laughs> Next. I, I don't know what to say. This is <laughs> uh question is is the thing like mobile or is it like stuck in the rock? It's it it's mobile. It is it is uncoiling and starting to move. It's not like a not like a C pen or something where it's like anchored at the back. It is, it okay. is warm. Yeah. I'm going can I'm gonna back up, I guess. Okay. I don't know where. Can I go behind Cedric? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's more path behind him. Yeah, I just perfect. Cool. Nadia, are you in the air or are you still on the ground? No, I'm in the air and sort of up away. Okay, how far up in the air? Can I say that I'm twenty feet from it? Just 
sort of up and away. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, yeah, my my fly speed is forty, so I could easily have made it in that last turn. Awesome. Okay, gosh, well, somebody's closest. Uh oh, I'm sorry. They're both the same closeness. Oh no. Um, let's see. Auxiliary. I mean, I'm blue and I was right up in its face and scratched it, so yeah. um, I'm okay with that. Well, it can't fly, so odds it'll go oh, for... Oh, it doesn't have that reach? Nope. Odds it'll go for Fletcher, evens it'll go for Cedric. That's an even. Ooh. And it does have that much speed. So here he come. Nit, nit, nit. So yeah, now you can see, again, it's this like, like... Eight foot long, probably like 200 pound gray worm thing with these four big tentacles around its mouth. It's not pretty, but it slithers right on up to you and will try to tentacle you. Okay. But that is only a 13. Cedric. You're muted so i don't know what you said i was talking to the chat and i was oh. not paying attention uh, did i get hit did i just get hit yes yeah, so a 13 against your armor class what's my new armor class you that's, guys that's what i was waiting for because i don't know it's a 13 oh mm-hmm. neat yeah super neat your friends bought you new clothes in the raptoran village they did not armor. buy me new armor we thought you would want to choose your own armor mm-hmm. we did and we, i thought the plan was to go get armor before we did the trials it might have been, but that's not what we did. I do not recall <laughs> armor discussions, but yes. I think we bought feathers instead. We tried to buy feathers instead. Anyway, we asked about feathers and that wasn't kosher. Um, you yeah. took three points of tentacle damage and now this thing is in your face. Ooh, yeah. I don't like this thing. No. No. Three um, points, huh? Yep. Okay. Uh, and we're back up to Fletcher. It's right next to you. Ah! So it looks like I'm within its melee radius, correct? Correct. Ugh. <laughs> Every time. I know. It's not where wizards are good. Um, I don't really want to move away from it. Because I'll get hurt. Let me... <laughs> he wants to be a star. <laughs> well, since it's right there on this blocking the path on this narrow little trail, I think I'm going to instead just put my hand on Cedric's shoulder. And say, hopefully this helps you a little bit and makes up for what you don't have anymore. And cast <sighs> mage armor to give him plus four to his armor. So you have this nice little glow to your night to your new shirt and everything, giving you a little magical protection. Well, he might. God, what are the rules for that? There it is. <clears throat> I need you to make. Well, let's see if it hits first, because it gets an opportunity attack because you cast a spell. Oh, yeah, um, that's a natural 18 plus stuff. So it is going to. Doo, 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 doo. 
So that is three points of damage to you, Fletcher, because the Grick took an attack of opportunity on you for casting. And then you need to make a concentration check with the DC. See, Cindy was just asking about this. The DC is 10 plus three, the number of points of damage you took, plus the level of the spell you're casting. I'm raising my hand. Yes. Do I have to make one of those for spiritual weapon? Oh, yeah, I guess you do. Yeah, sorry, I forgot you had that up. She says, well, I'm just doing a concentration check. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, so DC of- the DC is 10 plus the number of points of damage you took plus the level of the spell you're casting. <laughs> oh, I failed mine. Oh, whoops. So did I. Oh, no. Okay, so no more magical hammer and no cool sparkly armor. That's a bummer. Oh, See, that's why we, we put got this. points in the concentration skill. <laughs> oh, let me... Okay. Yeah, no, I feel Okay, Fletcher, are you going to do anything else on your turn? You said you didn't want to move, right? Nope, because I'll just get attacked again. Cool. Awesome. Nadia, back to you. There are three things I'd like to do, but I can only do one of them. Um, bum, 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 bum. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do my special acidic blob mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. one. Action. I can easily hit it. And what am I rolling? Oh my god, I just saw it. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I remember all my dice are. Okay, 2d4 acid damage plus I think it'll last yeah, and it'll last another round. It's a ranged okay. touch attack, right? Yes. Okay. And you're shooting in the melee, so that's a minus four to not hit your friends in the face. Or in the back, as the case might or be. Or in the back, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, ranged touch? Mm, yeah, so it's just a ranged attack. So it's just it's a ranged weapon attack. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Why can I not find any of these right now? Okay, so that's... Your dexterity plus your base attack. Okay, yeah. So that's... And you said it was minus... Four. Four? Yeah. So that's just an 11. Oh, man. Just barely missed it. Ugh. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Bummer. Good use. Good use of that one. So So your acidic blob splats into the ground, kind of like next to the worm. I mean, it's wiggling a lot. It makes sense. It's hard to hit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Let's see. Okay, now we're up to Cedric again. I am actually. I think I'm going to go ahead and move in a little bit closer. Okay. Just to make my squishy friends look less enticing. Okay, cool. Closer as in, like, just closer but still up in the air, or are you coming down? Yes to which of those? Sorry, yes, closer oh. but still up in the air. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Got it. Cool. Cedric, yeah. I'm going to hit it with my Warhammer. Cool. Do it. I'm going to try to hit worm. it with my Warhammer. Squish that worm. 17. That hits, and you do 8 damage. Well, you try to do 8 damage. Uh. But your Warhammer sort of bounces off of it, like hitting a rubber band. So you did hit it, but you seem to not have damaged it. Man, wish wish that spiritual weapon was still up. Mm-hmm. It does magic damage. Yeah. How was sweet <sighs> of you to suggest that. Um, <laughs> Kay, you ran behind Cedric. Suddenly that's not so safe. Hmm. Um, <laughs> if I remember correctly, I have like a little like green stink bomby thing you do 
Yeah. And I was only instructed to not use it on fungus, if I remember correctly. That is correct. Gary how do I use oh how do God. I use the stink bomb? What thing? is it called again? Lord, I'm gonna I don't remember. I didn't write it down. It's oh really small. Hold on, let me, I'm scrolling. Uh, da, 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 da. Sorry. It was like small little That's doom. Is it one that does like things. the 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 cloud thing that I can also do because if that's the case then that'll just make a bad day for everyone. I don't oh my god, I don't have it written down anymore. Oh no. Hold on a sec. Let me find it. Sorry, I suck. No, that's totally fine. Let me let me find what that object was. Let's try here. See what happens. Yeah, I literally just have green plant bomb written down. Okay. Green plant bomb. Do, 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 do. Nope, not that one. See, this is why I keep the notes from every session because <laughs> the way I know what I gave you. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Let me find it. Why don't I have this? Where is it? Ah, I don't know what it was. I can't remember what it was called. Did you get it from Gary? Yeah, I got it from her? Gary. Yeah, Gary gave it to me as a gift. Yeah. We look at just like the last notes from him. Yeah, that's I I, I pulled up the, the notes from the last session that Gary was in, but it's not, I don't have it written down. So well, let me, is it on like the list of magic items? Ah, ha, 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 ha. Okay, found it. It's called a blightstone. Yeah, cloud of fungal toxin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You throw it with a range increment of 10 feet. So that's, you know, it's in range for you to be able to throw it. A range touch attack. When it strikes its target or a hard surface, it deals no damage, but explodes in a 10 foot radius burst of noxious vapors. This cloud of gas deals 5d6 points of damage to all plants and plant creatures in the area. Yeah, that, the plant bomb. See, my description was accurate. Yes. Um, <laughs> however, this is not a plant creature. Oh, it's not? No. You said it wasn't an animal. It's, it's an, an aberration. It's an aberration, so it's not a plant or an animal. It's a it's, it's magical monster thing. Yeah, sorry. Oh, I see. Okay. But now we remember um, you have one. <laughs> now we, okay. What is it called? Blight. Oh, Blightstone. Okay. Yeah. All right, I have one. This thing is not a plant. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm gonna stab it with the sparkly javelin I own. Okay, you... I don't know how to use a javelin. Right. <laughs> Let's look that up. So clearly the most logical weapon to pick. I mean... <laughs> it's sparkly, and I just... You're just panicking, it. you just grab it, you're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Because I was like, this thing is not a plant. And I watched Cedric and Nadia, like, <laughs> physically damage it, and it did nothing. So now I'm like... I've got this sparkly thing I found in the dirt. It must be useful. Okay. Panic on. panic stabbing is a good description for Kay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's on brand. Um, okay. Let me, uh, that's in here. Sorry. I'm going to move my microphone to get a book out from under it. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. Um, yes. That is. Okay. So basically what you're going to do is throw the javelin. And it is a simple weapon, so you should be able to use it. And I'm looking up what it does. I am not looking up what it does. Where is it? But that's a ranged attack. You're muted again. Technical <laughs> difficulties. Yeah. 
What happened? Did she know she's muted? Not know that I'm muted. Oh, I can okay. use one of those little oh. green arrows that I have. But I mean, the whole point of using the javelin was to not do a ranged attack, but I guess it is a ranged attack. Yeah. I didn't realize that you didn't stab people with it. I always <laughs> make sense now that I think about what javelin is in the Olympics. Well, um, so actually you don't have to roll an attack because I just looked up how this thing works. So you don't actually have to roll an attack. You're throwing it towards the thingy and it has to make a reflex save, which, you know, <laughs> it's a big fat worm. It has not a great reflex save. The magical self-aiming javelin. It fails the reflex save. Okay, I need you to roll 5d6. Y'all made fun of my panic stabbing! <laughs> I only have one d uh, d6, so excuse me while I roll it six times. A one, a three, a four, Eight. a three. Eleven. How many did I roll? That was four. That's, that's three. four, but it's also enough to kill it. Okay. So the the javelin, you toss it, you huck it towards this thing, and it as it leaves your hand, Cedric, you're right in front of her, and you feel all of the hair on the back of your neck stand up as it transforms from this metal javelin with this cool design on it into a literal bolt of lightning that goes crackling through the air and hits the grick and just it just. And completely destroys it, did it with magical lightning. Very I, nice. I slowly turn around and just look at Kay with just like wide <laughs> eyes. The thing, the thing like explodes, yeah. and then as it sort of clears, Nadia is sort of behind it, just like. <laughs> what was that? Oh uh, well. I would like to congratulate everyone on a job well done. The worm is very dead, so... Uh. What? Is, is the javelin still stuck is there, or was it, is it gone? It was or it's gone. Yeah. That was a one and done? Yep. That was real cool. It was a one and done because it's super powerful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I panicked. Maybe I should have saved that for, for something else, <laughs> but I panicked, so I threw it. <laughs> We I didn't think it would disappear good. or turn into lightning. <laughs> yeah, my experience, most things don't turn into lightning. Right? So it looked, fair like, assumption. it looked like a hunk of metal, right? To be fair, it looked like a sparkly hunk of metal. Yep. Well, anyway, it's dead. We can continue on our way. That was <laughs> so like, cool. Is there like a husk of a dead worm or is it like the whole There's thing is just disintegrated? Bits. Kay just like yeah. confidently like, picks like a bit off of his face. Yeah. <laughs> Kay just like confidently steps over the puddle that was giant worm and just keeps walking forward. Cool, awesome. Does that mean you're leading the on the ground group now? I guess so. Okay, cool. So you make it up to here, and everybody else can move themselves where they would like to be as you move forward. And I like how everyone made fun of me for panic throwing the thing. <laughs> and Kay, does a 16 hit your armor class? Uh, it does. Okay. That is unfortunate. <laughs> is it a trap? No, it's not a trap. <laughs> you take three points of tentacle damage as something grabs your ankle. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> uh.
Hey guys. Mm-hmm. She just screams. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> There's another one, one and it's slimy and it's touching me. Make it stop. We'll just use the same initiative we already had. <laughs> so Fletcher, it's your turn. So where? Uh, it's oh not yeah, on the sorry, yet. sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me reveal the new monster. <laughs> Uh, okay, there it is. Uh, okay, yep. so I don't think that's on the outer side. Well, shoot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, shoot. Hmm. Did you say it grabbed Kay? I mean, for flavor, it's not that it like actually like has a hold of her. She's not grappling. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. And I won't do that. I think I'm going to delay my turn. Okay, cool. <laughs> Since it's everyone's still like right next to it this is a very hard territory for me because everyone's always right next to the thing we're fighting true true nadia then it's your turn you can see and i'm going to sort of pop up over k and then sort of over her head uh use my breath weapon which is a 15 foot cone of caustic liquid which i will obviously aim to not hit k nice and you need a reflex dc 13 okie dokie let's see Oh, no, that was a natural three. Neat. <laughs> Take seven points of damage, please. Seven Acid damage. Acid damage. It doesn't look great. The, like, once, you know, very nicely camouflaged with the rock skin now has all of these sort of, like, weird discolored spots on it. Doesn't look great. Cedric, there's another one. So I'm going to run forward and hit it with my Warhammer. Mm-hmm. Or try. Mm-hmm. That's a 17. That hits. All right. Eight damage. It bounces off again. Mm hmm. <laughs> Sorry, man. That's um, my turn. Yeah. Okay. It grabbed your ankle. Bitch. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Can I can take a five step, five step, five square back, right? Without it, a, five a feet back, one square, five foot step back. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All that's 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 what I said. Is yep. it? <laughs> okay. Somewhere here. Yeah, I'm you, going. You I can you can share that space with Nadia because she's vertical. So okay. Yeah. I'm going to shoot it. I have a green arrow that I think does things. Yeah, you do. Uh, all I the do. Fun toys. Um, I know. I'm gonna try and use the green arrow that that does the thing. Yeah. And I'm not shooting. Am I shooting into melee? Um, I mean, I'm shooting. Like its butt is not in melee. Um, Name for its butt. <laughs> <laughs> but like um, just the front end. It's eight feet. Just the front end is tickling Cedric. I'll I'll let you do it at a minus two. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that missed. That was depressing. It missed? Yes, I got a eight. Oh, bummer. Okay. So Wait, I have a reroll, don't I? Do you? I thought there was just... I thought I had two, and then I gave one to Cedric. Do, 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 do. Let's... There's a reroll for Nadia, and there's a let's give an extra action to anyone who would like it. So I, I will let you use that as a reroll if you want. I'm going to try and reroll. I will not let you down. 
16. That hits exactly. Um, yes. Do, 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 do. Can I actually say that I gave her my, my reroll? Because I could use that extra action. Oh, um, yeah, sure. Whichever. If we need it. Um, that's, yeah, that's fine. Uh, 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 it needs to do a fortitude save now. To not be poisoned. Wow, their saves are rolling really, really terribly. So it's going to take some constitution damage from that poison. Wow. Wow. Wow, that's a lot. Hold on. Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay, cool. Awesome. That was a really good move. Um, You've used up that arrow, but you poisoned it. It looks very green about the gills, as it were. So you moved, you shot... I think that's it for you. Fletcher, did you want to go now or are you still hanging out? Can I can I move backwards again or no? Since you took a five foot step, that's the only move you can do for the turn. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. If I if you prepare a spell to hold it and combat ends, you don't want to use it. Does it still count as using the spell? Like if you like prepare a like ray of frost, but you don't end up like holding you, it to use it, but then you don't use it. Can you like you were, you were just holding your action, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Or does that mean you have to hold the action? He's asking if he can like hold a spell and but then like if he doesn't mm-hmm. use it, if it I think it gets lost yeah. because you've like you've done most of the casting and it's basically it's That's like, what I figured. You're like yeah. just releasing it at that point. Right, yeah. It's, so you it's like charging it up it. in your hand and then you Yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think I'm still not going to do anything because there are people by it. I can't use magic, and the only seeing what has happened with the weapons that have been hitting it, yeah. I do not have a weapon that I've figured out could probably do anything to this thing. So uh, there's not really anything I can do safely. Fair enough. Okay, so it's going to sort of scooch over this way and continue pursuing Kay. Why me? Because you're the one that it started with. Um, <laughs> and you're like right there. So that was that was actually only a turn. I don't, I don't think that counts as a move because its butt didn't actually move. So, oh dear. Please hold. One, two, three, four. Uh, what's your armor class? I don't think any of these hit. 15. Oh my god, the Grick, it sucks so bad. All four of the tentacles in concert sort of like reach out to grab you, and you're just like, nope. Yeah. Grick, you suck. You suck so bad. Be afraid of my lightning! (laughs) Okay, well, it completely wasted its turn. Uh, Nadia. Okay, then if I can use that extra action, then that means I can cast Shillelagh. Oh, I am going to move first. Mm -hmm. Basically, I want to move within, I think my range is 10 foot with this thing. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. No, it's not. It can't be that far. It's probably five foot. So yeah, I basically want to hop onto a, a, basically land on the rock right next to it, cast Shillelagh, and then hit it real hard with nice. my shillelagh. Do that. Yeah. 
That's a natural 20. Ooh, uh, roll again to confirm. <laughs> nice. Two, uh, but it's plus nine, so 11, 11. but that okay, was too so low. that doesn't confirm, but it is No, it is but a it's hit. still a 20, it's still a 29. Yeah, so it's- and then I'm gonna hit it for, come on. Five. Five points Five of points, damage. but it's magical. That was exactly enough. You whack it, and it just sort of like goes all limp and rubbery on the ground. Yay. Yes. Goodbye, Grick. Woo. Okay, everybody. Let we let's act, let's look ahead of us on the path <laughs> instead of just walking. Yeah, can I pop up higher and do a perception check? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I, I want I want to like look searching like looking down the path to see if I can, now that we've encountered two of these, see if I can, like, recognize anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a natural one on the perception check. That's a bummer. Mm-hmm. You're still all mm-hmm. amped up about using shillelagh mm-hmm. and getting the kill. Yeah, 23. 23. Fletcher, you do, you do spy hanging out in the rocks. It's doing its best to look like one, but now that you know what you're looking for, you can see one more Grick up the pathway a little bit. Can I jump in and take my turn? Uh, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> Get it! I'm Kill gonna it! Try, Kill I'm it! Gonna try catching, or I'm gonna try casting a Scorching Ray at it. Okay. It's a ranged touch attack. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. Sarah, you're so mean, but I'm redeeming it now. <laughs> 15? Does that hit? As ranged touch? As a ranged touch attack. Yes, it does hit okay. it. Roll your damage. You're also going to be afraid of it until the end of your next turn. Like, like you have the frightened condition against the Grick until the end of your next turn because Sarah asked me to roll on the wild magic table. <laughs> Oh, wait, it says no feather beard for you. I'm sorry, it says the nearest creature. That's Cedric. Which is K. It's Cedric. (laughs) It's Cedric? It's Cedric. He's right in front of you. (laughs) Oh, the nearest person to me? The nearest creature to you is. (laughs) That doesn't count. Are Are we technically creatures? Yes. Yeah. Everyone's a creature. So, yeah, Fletcher, you're afraid of Cedric until the end of your next turn. (laughs) Oh, so you're afraid. Oh. Yeah. That's weird. Okay. Sorry, I thought it was like the enemy, but it says the nearest creature, which is very funny. <laughs> 17 fire damage. I'm sorry, 17? 17 fire damage. It goes up in flames. <laughs> oh my god. Goodbye, Grick. <laughs> <laughs> Can I but, pop up and look one more time, make sure there's no more? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, also Fletcher is afraid of Cedric for a moment, and then it passes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like you like set it on fire, and then you like run like run away from me, and I'm like... <laughs> What's up, Nadia? Turn one on a different die! What is happening? <laughs> it's called a, It's because I rolled really well for a couple times. That's Actually, what happened. Like, what is actually happening? Oh my god. This is not at least it's only perception checks, I guess. But I for know. you, <laughs> there have been so many ones. What is happening? <laughs> oh boy, awesome, Oof. cool, great. You don't see anything else on the path. <laughs> and I feel like if that was ever a moment for us to go take a break, 
now is the time. <laughs> I'm gonna go wash all my dice. Yeah, uh, we're gonna go scrub our dice and you know refresh our refreshments, get something stiff to drink, maybe if that's your thing. Um, we'll to. be huh. <laughs> my dice is stern talking to yes exactly we will be back in a few minutes to see what else the group encounters on their way up the path looking for this relic of the gods uh, so thanks we'll see you soon bye what does a barbarian war criminal an undead cultist a pyromaniac goblin a hot topic reject and a bard whose family is very very cursed all have in common well, that's very simple. They're all our main cast. We are Goblets and Gays, a mostly Pathfinder 2E podcast set in a homebrew world. If Pathfinder isn't your thing, we have all sorts of other awesome games for you to enjoy. Join us every Wednesday for episodes of our main campaign, Blood of Kings, as these chaotic gays attempt to locate some missing royalty. Don't forget to follow us on all social media channels at Goblets and Gays to stay up to date with our amazing projects. And remember to eat your vegetables back hello hello how is everyone i guess first i wanted to give everybody an opportunity to say anything if they wanted to about these creepy camouflaged worm ambush predators and anything they might remind you of or yeah you keep saying worm but they remind me so much of octopi oh. octopuses Interesting. just because like they've got long tentacle arms and they camouflage well and they have a beak in the center right so mm -hmm. like to me that's tetrapod or a quadrupod depending on the root word <laughs> fair enough yeah anybody else there's like this i'm not a marine biologist i don't remember it is there's like That's, this yes. crazy doom worm it's that the like, bobbit they, worm that's what i think that thing yes yeah okay so you, exactly, yeah. So that's that's what I think of when I think of Grix is the Bobbit worm. So it's uh, terrifying. Yeah, exactly. So it's a segmented, it's a marine segmented worm. So an annelid related loosely to earthworms, and it creates a burrow down in the sand, and then it sort of like has this like tentacly mouth thing that it sort of splays and these out. giant freaking jaws. Exactly. Yeah, and it just sort of like splays it out like these tentacles and waits and when food comes by it just launches itself up out of the hole and grabs the food with these tentacles and these crazy mandibles and drags whatever unfortunate fish it caught back down into its hole and they're so fast <laughs> it's like in science fiction terms they're like a graboid from tremors if people are familiar with that series of movies that's one of my niche obsessions, and I love those movies. I was going to um, say, if you're not familiar, get familiar. Yeah. Um, there's like seven or eight movies at this point. Wow. Um, I mean, after three, they get increasingly bad. But it, I, I mean, just that's just general ambush predator camouflage. I mean, so it makes me think of like, I mean, I mean, go look at like many different kinds of like asteraceae plants out there all are like daisies and tough sunflowers and things and you'll usually find crab spiders that are like the matching color of the petals that you usually don't even see till you're like about to touch them and they're just sitting there with their arms out waiting for something to land in the center of the flower to run in and just grab and and take right off of there same thing with ambush bugs a subfamily of the assassin bugs blend in really really well and they just sit and wait 
on the flower and they'll grab with their raptorial front legs and stab in with their big proboscis on the first thing that, that comes by that comes near them. So it's just a cool, I mean, you talk about that, like it's a cool hunting tactic for everything. Like tigers blend into like the dappled shade sun, like grasses and things that they're in. Like, it's just a really cool general strategy that showed up in everything, like every group of, of, of animals. Yeah, I'm, I love that you mentioned the crab spiders and the ambush bug because I now have two series of photos on my Instagram, one from last summer where I found a crab spider and one this summer where I found the ambush bug and both times they had caught a honeybee. And the reason I noticed was because there was this honeybee like just sort of like being very still on a flower and I was like, that's not how they work. And then you get a little closer and there's the tiny little predator. It's amazing. They're so cool. There's, I think, a type of ambush bug. I mean, it's obvious. It's definitely like an assassin bug of some sort, but I don't remember if it's actually in the subfamily of the ambush bugs. But it covers itself in sawdust. It lives in the Amazon. It covers itself in sawdust from rotting wood, and then just like sits there and eats whatever comes by, like termites and ants and stuff. But it actually, has this really complicated behavior of like sticking the sawdust all over its body. And when you pick it up, it looks like a little crawling bit of sawdust. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, any of the any of the predatory bugs that cover themselves in like schmutz, whether it's like lichen that they've collected or like the like the lace wings. Maybe mm-hmm, like Ryan is wings. saying that's, that's yes, that's saying. exactly what was I was when Nancy said that I was going to bring up the lace wing larvae that cover themselves in. Like either like leaf litter or lichen or little bits of moss, they just like can move real slow and just kind of look like you know the hapless little aphid surroundings until they're stabbed on both sides with sickle mandibles. My favorite are the lacewing larvae that clip the wool off the woolly aphids and then cover themselves in it. Yeah, and so they they escape ant detection. So they're literally a wolf in sheep's clothing. And this there was a study done on them that shows that they will actively clip the wool off of them before eating. So if they're naked, they will cover themselves before they eat. It's crazy. It's only blight. <laughs> I mean, and, and that reminds me of the the um, the assassin bug that covers itself with dead ants to mm. do like the same thing, right? Mm. It's like it eats ants and it takes the ants that it's killed and it's like you know wearing buckskin to go deer hunting or something like that you're like (laughs) now i smell like an ant i believe i read the study on that and actually its main predator is jumping spiders and the more dead ants it has on its back the less it looks like food to the jumping spiders that's cool yeah it's really interesting (laughs) so it's not so that it can lure prey it's so that it can avoid being prey Uh uh-huh yeah that's cool. But there is a crab spider that uh, eats turtle ants that carries a dead turtle ant around on its head. And then will will the other ants touch the dead ant are like, oh, yes, you're one of us. And then the crab spider sits around the entrance and eats it, eats the rest of them. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so cool. <laughs> oh, man. That one lives in Ecuador. I'm just saying. Show me. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, ambush predators. They're cool. We love them. They're weird. We love them. Cedric Fletcher, Nadia, and Kay. Right, yes. Not. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if we lived in a world of magic and monsters, we might not like them so much. <laughs> it's like how I like parasites in theory, but not in like proximity to me. <laughs> like. <laughs> 
Uh, food is here, BRB. Talk about okay. ambush predators. Okay. No. Anybody else have anything they want to say about ambush predators? No. I'm just gonna say. I mean, I. Hmm? I mean, I could talk about the Tremors movies if we want to kill some time. <laughs> which your Which one's your favorite, Ryan? Um, three, honestly, because I really like the ass blasters. <laughs> which is what they call the third part of the life cycle of the graboid. So. Because they fly by making chemical reactions in their rear end that basically creates like jet propulsion. <gasps> so, they, so they ended up calling them ass blasters. They clearly have an entomologist friend uh, on the of the writing the writing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there's a lot of really cool like actual biology used into like completely made up things, and they go through like a complicated life cycle that incorporates a lot of different weird real world life cycles into this like one organism it's it's crazy amazing they're just they're just stupid fun movies <laughs> bad sci-fi movies but the original one has reba mcintyre in it so you can't go wrong see there you go go watch some bobbit worm videos on youtube i think cg or no um uh, uh oh my god why can't i think of the name all of a sudden zay frank i think zay frank did one of his true facts about the bobbit worm and then you can go watch the tremors movies but only tremors one two and three i guess yeah just stick with those <laughs> ah sarah has something to add um ambush predators will usually not pursue their prey if they miss some snakes mm. are a good example that is a good point. So for the Gricks, they will pursue the prey, not to like, you know, they won't just like keep chasing you if you run away, but they will try to keep working at it. And then it says, so there were three of them on this path, but they don't work together. So the other two did not come out of hiding to be opportunistic while you were fighting the first one because you hadn't come close enough to them. They don't work together. So if you had awoken multiple of them at the same time, if one of you had like gotten grappled or gone unconscious or whatever, whichever Grick had you would just start drag started dragging you away. Like, you know, they don't they don't hang out with their friends or help their friends or anything. It's just like, once I've got food, I'm leaving. Right. And that like, that makes sense energetically. Exactly. Like their, their style is to use, they don't eat very often. And so they might not be successful all the time, but they barely move. So they have, they're using the least energy possible. Whereas then you look at like super active predators that are constantly running around. They have to eat far more often to sustain that hunting style. So it's, it's a cool like reflection of of the ambush style with them. Yeah. See, that's why I like the monster manual cuz like whoever wrote the entries for these monsters, like sometimes they put some cool like thought into it. Like you said about tremors, right? Like using a little real-world biology makes the monsters more believable. Yeah. Well, Nancy's back with her food. Perfect. <laughs> So you continue up the path past where you fought these weird rubbery worm things. And just past that, oh, yes. I just want to say, while we're like in that area and as we walk, I, I don't know if we talked about this last time, if we need to always say when we wanted to check for the satchel with the acorns in it, but. Oh, yeah. I Because so I, I was like, if, if this is an area where these hang out, maybe something happened to the person who had them while they were here. So I want to like look around, like if they got scared or caught or something, maybe they dropped it. Yeah. So I, I have your 
your passive perception or your yeah your perception bonuses or your search bonuses or whatever written down on this paper so i was sort of using that as like a passive one but if there's any time that you'd like to like actively search so basically like roll to see if you could get higher than your passive kind of thing you can certainly do that yeah all right i'd, I'd like to do that in this area okay so right in this pathway yeah go ahead yeah give me a search uh it's only oh you say search or perception um either um that would be eh, only an 11 an 11 yeah so you don't see anything in this area but you do notice that just sort of past where the gricks were hanging out on this path there appears to be a little bit of like a cave opening in the side of the hill so you could go investigate in there if you so desired i'm gonna point that out to everybody like there's up ahead there's there's a a little indent, a cave somewhere. Uh, maybe people rest while they're doing this up ahead. I mean, okay, I can. I or maybe they get that. eaten. I wouldn't mind getting out of the rain for a minute. I'm kind of soaked through, and in my white shirt, it's very much just like. <laughs> it's not a my t-shirt white, contest. It's not a white shirt anymore. They're natural fiber colors, oh, both okay. your shirt and your pants. Because I think Kay bought the black natural dye for your pants, but hasn't actually dyed them yet. Yeah. In my off-white yeah. brown yeah. shirt. <laughs> that. Your khakis. Yeah. Khakis. <laughs> so it sounds like you'd like to go into this little bit of a cave to see what you can see and get out of the rain for a moment. So inside this cave, it's not huge, but yeah, it's enough that all four of you can fit in here comfortably and move around. It's not that tight. And it's got a few odds and ends of like fur and leather in it, you know, like maybe some things to like sit on or like cloaky type things. Um, There's also a small stack of firewood and a stone fire ring with like some ashes in it. If you would like to investigate the cave further, you certainly can. Yeah, I want to take a look around. I will. Okay. Give me search checks then. Search. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Eight. Twenty-two. Eight and twenty-two. Okay, Kay, you notice as you're just sort of like scoping out the cave, there is a little like, little, there's, there's kind of like a crack in the wall in the back and you sort of like, you know, kind of stick your arm in there and sort of like look around because you can that see. Seems like a bad idea. Well, you can see in the dark, so you were able to like check it first. There's stuff in there, and you're able to pull out a little bundle of stuff. And you imagine as you're pulling it out that like maybe those Grick worm things like would pull their victims back in here, and this might be stuff left over because you find a little leather pouch, a f- foot bow, so one of the bows that you'd seen the Raptorans using. Some leather armor. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. Leather armor, a foot bow, and a little leather pouch. Can I open the little leather pouch? Yeah. Um, inside, there are three rocks. But they all like, look very similar. Um, Cedric! <laughs> look at what? it. I found this pouch, and there's, like, some rocks in it. And rocks are, like, you're, like, you're good at rocks. And <laughs> also, there's some leather armor. Does it fit you? She, like, hands it over. A giant slits in the back for wings. It does, and also it's made for a very, like, a six-foot-something tall person yeah. who's very thin. <laughs> and I wear it like a moo-moo. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know if it would be super effective, though. 
Just wear the vest. It's basically a dress. You have like a leather toga. Okay, you would probably, now that I think about it, you'd probably actually recognize these rocks since no. you're a mischievous street kid. These are thunderstones. So they can be thrown and when they, uh, they can either be thrown or just be smacked against something hard. And when they hit something hard, they create a deafening bang that is treated as a sonic attack. Hmm. So basically you can use them to deafen people, things. You can deafen things with them. Does it, do they do damage? It doesn't do damage. It just makes it so you can't hear. But that's useful for disabling casters or, you know, just generally causing mayhem. Can I use these in my sling? Okay. I can give you two. I want to keep one, though. Because, like, you never know when it's going to come in handy. Like, you know, the javelin that I randomly threw and panicked and <laughs> threw at someone. That that was very useful. So I'll give you two. That, does that seem fair? Yep, that seems super fair. Yeah. Do we have any use for this foot bow? Can we use this foot bow? Not unless you can fly and are strong enough to pull it back and big enough to wield it. We can use it as firewood. So Nadia can use it. Strong and flying? Uh, it's a little big for her. Yeah, I think the ratios would be all wrong. Yeah. I don't think she's got the reach for it. But she would actually suggest that if these probably belong to someone that came through here before, maybe we could take it back to the village for them. That sounds nice. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, Cedric gets to carry them. <laughs> okay, I'm going to at least unstring the bow so I can fit it in my bag a little bit better. Cool. What else? What time? It's, it's late, right? Um. Yeah, at this point, it's probably like just past midday. Oh, midday. Okay. I thought we had started. No, we got up and started the next morning. Oh, okay. Yeah, you started bright and early, so... Well, rainy and early, but yeah. <laughs> you guys want to take a break? Lunch? Yeah, we can eat some lunch, she says, if she's actually eating. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is there wood in, in the place where there were fires before? or would we There's a wood? little stack of firewood next to the ring, yeah. Okay. And it's, in, in, it's not wet, right? Because it's been inside this little exactly. alcove? Yep. All right, I'll, I'm going to... Stack a little bit up and use my flint and steel just to start a little fire so we can at least, even if it's only like 30 minutes, take a rest and warm up, even though Nadia will probably still want to stand out in the rain. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if I have not been out in the rain long enough to heal back up, then I would go sit out in the rain long enough to heal back up. Yeah, it'll take a few more minutes, but I think you're good. Yeah. Fletcher, Kay, how are you guys feeling right now? Do you guys take uh, any any big hits from those? I feel pretty good. I feel like the big one that was going to hit me, I like expertly dodged like a ninja. Yeah, that's kind of your thing. I mean, I don't know what a ninja is, but uh, you are good at dodging. <laughs> is that like a street kid thing? Yeah, definitely like a street kid thing. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know. Yeah, cause the, like, sla the cool slang, you know, kids use these days. <laughs> I don't really know what a ninja is either, but Azzy would talk about them, so... You'd always say, like, you're like a Everybody's ninja. Everybody's got a high so... school friend who's into ninjas. Right? Everyone has a high school friend who's into ninjas. <laughs> so, how's everybody feeling? Pretty good. We haven't fallen off of anything yet, so that's a yeah, major so... win. 
so far, um, so good. Like you fell off of something like 15 minutes ago, Fletcher. Yeah, but I, I, I made a I, harness. But you didn't fall. I didn't fall. Well, you fell. You didn't fall far, but you still See, fell. There's a, there's a critical difference though between like slipping and not getting hurt, and then like falling down the thing. Yeah. Not falling down the thing is a pretty. That's a that's a good win for us. Yeah, I guess so. We We're just, getting better. Are we just snacking a little bit and then heading back out? Mm-hmm. I think so. Cool. Yeah, so you spend a little while in the cave. And like I said, it's not huge. So the fire that Fletcher builds is nice and sort of warms you up and helps you dry off a little bit. Nadia heals back up in the rain, no problem. Yeah, and then are you putting out your fire and continuing on? Cool. Are there? Is yep. there any of the like brush around that has like the berries on it or is it just rocks at this point it's getting like the vegetation's getting a lot thinner but you could probably spend some time looking for berries okay i'll go i'll go find a handful of berries okay while they're while they're hanging out and snacking yeah sounds good and then yeah once you sort of wrap that up and exit the cave you can continue upwards following the path so again you know Spend a bit of time trudging. The rain is lightening up a bit, so it's almost misting, you know, after a little while. And you continue on and continue on, and then you get to another one of those big vertical wooden walls. Cedric, do your thing. All right. Let's see. I guess I shouldn't use one of these thunderstones on this. I feel like we should find the target first. I was just going to ask if he like rolled an attack. <laughs> I was going to be like, what are you hitting? <laughs> I will roll perception. perception. Yeah. Yeah. How, how well disguised are these targets? <laughs> you have noticed that the second one was harder to see than the first one. It was more. I only got a 10. 10. I only got a 12. 12. 26. 26. Case Thank you. There it is. It's the it's kind of like behind the other thing. Like it's up, it's kind of hidden. But if you like stand from this angle, you can kind of like look up and you can see it. It's like right there. <laughs> oh, it's way over there. That explains why I whiffed the first time. Uh, <laughs> got a six. Cool. Somebody find some more good rocks. That one was a bad rock. <laughs> <laughs> a bad rock. I just gave you two good rocks. Yeah, I don't want to use one of those magic rocks. We're, I mean, there's rocks everywhere, so I joke around a mountain. I find a really good rock, and then I, I get a 19 as I try again. Nice. Okay, yeah, so you hit it, and it sort of moves back, and then the wall, and boom, fills in that gap so that you're able to cross it and continue on your path. All right, let's do this. Okay, so you continue on and continue on a little bit farther, and then you come to a second gap in the path. So another approximately 30-foot-wide gap in the path, like you dealt with before. Okay, we're pros this time. Yeah, let's just do the same thing we did last time. No, let's not. Let's do it better. Like, maybe Nadia do, like, two knots each time or something just saying that work yeah no shade though i'll try not to fall off of the raw uh okay rope okay. this time fletcher same deal so i don't have to swallow my stomach again technically subject i didn't fall off the rope 
it fell off for me. <laughs> right. You're the right. only one. You're the only one who's fallen. Yep. Right. Okay. Cool. Thanks. You put me on blast a little bit there, but I appreciate it. We're gonna all move through that. All right. <laughs> How far down is this one? He like peers over the edge. This one is yeah, like yeah. This one is. I swear I wrote it down. Yeah, this one's about forty feet deep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No big deal. Like a. We got we got good trees on both sides for anchors. Yeah, it's a little bit like again they're more stunted than the ones you used earlier, mm-hmm. but like they still seem solidly in the Ooh. yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Gonna roll some use use rope checks then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Same deal. Top bottom harnesses. We could probably reuse the harnesses. Oh yeah, that is true. Yeah. Did we not undo them before? It was, I think it was we just unclear. took them. Just took them and the ropes. Just gathered everything. Yeah. I would assume the harnesses were already compact enough that they'd be easy enough to just throw in a bag. Yeah, yeah that's what I assumed. Uh, mm. I put the bottom rope down. I got a 21. Okay. Yes, 21. Math is hard. Oh, I guess the top one. Oh, Cindy, your face. Eighteen. I got an eighteen for I guess whatever one I just said that I didn't do. <laughs> an eighteen and a twenty-one. Okay, yeah. So Kay ties the bottom and top knots, and then Nadia takes the rope across to the other side and do better this time, Nadia. Another one. I don't even think she no. got a one last time. I think it was a two. You're messing with me. Like <laughs> you're not. That's not what you rolled. <laughs> top one's a seven, though. <laughs> <laughs> can, can Kay like tug on them? She having watched the one before fall, she maybe doesn't trust. Yes, I will let you test both of them because the one before failed. Yes. Yeah. So Kay tests both of them. Okay. Let me. There's got to be a word in German for the horror you feel when you know something, but your D&D character does not. <laughs> oh, man. The upcoming so. disaster that is about to happen. <laughs> now I feel the need to look that up later. It'll be specific to D&D, though. Okay, and... It's almost dramatic irony, but not... Yeah. So the which you said really kind of like the audience. (laughs) You said the one, the natural one, was on the bottom rope. Yeah. Okay. So the bottom rope comes untied when you tug it. Okay. (laughs) Hey, can you like try harder, Nadia? Are you trying to kill us? We can't fly. I don't know if you knew that, but we cannot fly. Hey, maybe maybe lessons. Can we do? Like a quick little like Sorry. how to tie a knot thing, Kay. Maybe you teach us all your your cool knots. <laughs> Can I try that? Does it help? Hey, try like you know doing this kind because then the friction when we like stand on it, the friction like pulls it tighter instead of it coming undone. Can she actually teach me for any sort of mechanical advantage? Or I'm trying to think. The rat goes around we... the mushroom and down into the cave. <laughs> I. I did Girl Scout Canoe Camp, which included learning like 10 different knots. And the only thing I remember is there was something about a fucking rabbit going around a tree. And I could not remember to save my life. (laughs) I I say that's a true life. My dad. 
So we had to do like all the rigging work. So you like learn friction is your friend real quickly. Mm-hmm. Oh, at the time I learned most of the knots. We got tested on them. I have just forgotten them since. The boys are like, we don't want to be here for the knot conversation. Dressing <laughs> me out. Are they not having it? They're not having it. Um, Can I just like roll with the bonus or something that's what for- i was trying yeah to like know. figure out like have k communicate it to you and then like um, i bring the other end of the rope over and i like try to do it and she shows me yeah, yeah. i can like show her my knot on my side okay it's like um, a tie you get your dad to tie it for you and then loosen it and then you right, just kind of yeah. loop it up. um <laughs> this is well it has to be tied around a tree so i think she has to completely mm-hmm. undo it but anyway yeah so since this is a teaching moment let's have you roll me a wisdom check k I'm not wise. (laughs) I'm 17. All right. Well, (laughs) this gym has a zero bonus. So we're just going to hope real good. Well, I rolled a 16. So maybe I'm wise beyond my years. Yeah. So Nadia, you can have a plus two to your use rope to retie that knot. All right. She's still scared, though. (laughs) Yeah, a one plus two is not much. I can tell you my experience. Uh huh. said i got plus two yes that's another seven cool awesome (laughs) sounds great who's going first uh i guess i'll go first it's a good idea you seem real confident on those ropes maybe you could check the dots on the other side That's kind of the plan. I am, I am because she was real good on the rope going across by herself last time. I am going to stand and hold that top rope okay. with just all of my strength. That seems like a great strategy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Balance can, what, can we can we stabilize the other rope on our side? Sure. Like if we just want to like just like hold it taut and just give it a little more stability, can we we can grab the bottom rope? Mm-hmm. Okay. I got a 13. Okay, yeah. So you're, like, knowing that it came untied when you pulled on it, even though you know she went and retied it after your instruction, like, you're a little more nervous now, so it's less good than the first time you crossed, but you still cross fine. Can I check her knots on this side? Yes, you can. Give me some use rope checks. How many? Just two. One for each rope. Just two. Yeah. Eh. Eh. 11 on, I guess, the top one. Okay. Yeah. And then 19 on the bottom one. Okay. So you make some adjustments to both knots, and you're pretty satisfied that they're a lot better now. They suck less, guys. You probably won't fall. (laughs) You're welcome. Well, I feel better now. (laughs) I say to Fletcher. (laughs) I, I guess I'll go next got this bud i'll hold on to it from this side i'm gonna like steady oh, continue the continue holding the top rope okay. and i'll i'll like steady the bottom rope so that it doesn't like wobble can i like hold the if she's holding there's three of us i don't know which rope it makes more sense for me to hold on to uh i, I guess the bottom rope. one okay i'll hold the bottom one sure i got a 17 balance check nice yeah you scoot across and no problems it's all up to you now, Cedric. 
I'm assuming this means Nadia is flying a harness back over for Cedric. Yeah. Cedric's, like, deep breathing. Just, okay, so I guess it's... <clears throat> they both got it cross fine, and the, the knots are real good on both sides now. Right? And you're going to be right here with you're me. welcome. Right? Yeah, and I call over for someone to hold the top rope over there, and then, like, I'll be right with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I can do this. So you can I have can a this. plus two if she's helping balance you. No problem. It's a 13. Yeah, you're shaky, but you, she's got her hands on your back the whole time, and you make it across to the other side. Uh, like, get off the rope, and I'm just like, yeah! Five fives all around! You did it! Yay, Cedric! Oh, I'm just deep breathing. Deep breathing. Whew. And no vomiting this time. Look at how far you've come. I know, but good lord. I didn't have to roll any fall damage for anyone. <laughs> you guys, you made it past your greatest challenge. Well, Yay. this time. I will go retrieve the other end of the rope. Cool. So I'm feeling like maybe we should come up with a name for our group having to do with like crossing canyons or something like that. Canyon crossers? Yeah, something like that. It's pretty good. Steep Canyon Rangers. <laughs> oh, while I'm thinking about it, uh-huh. I want to just do a quick pass down in the canyon to look for the thing we're looking for. Uh-huh. Give me a perception check. All of these. Okay, 17. You take a buzz down through and you don't see anything. Alrighty. So you're continuing on? Yep, keep going up the path. Cool, okay. So you... Keep going up and up, and eventually the rain does stop. So it goes from that sort of like mist to nothing. It's still overcast, but it's not, you're not actively getting wet anymore. And eventually, after some time, and like it's taken you a good portion of the day with having to, you know, sort of like do all of these tasks to get up the trail, but you do in fact reach the summit of Belukaku Chichiro, and you can see that you are, it's not the tallest peak in this mountain range by any means, but you are very high up in the air and now have a very good view around you. Gletcher, you could use that, like, magical ability you have to sketch out the scene, because it's, like, so pretty. With, like, us in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll pose over here. Yeah, let's do a selfie. <laughs> yeah, you'll you only have to stay there for like ten minutes for me to get enough detail of everything. That's, that's you have like a little fine. pocket mirror you can hold up. We could even attach yeah, it like, to a stick it. so that you could then oh see yourself God. in the. <laughs> can we literally take a selfie up here? <laughs> I mean, there's no way to take a selfie, but I can take a picture. We do have to stand there for like 10 minutes though. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> Just like taking an old fashioned photo. Yeah. Okay. Cedric like like stands there like like sheltering your, your book with his like with his body so that it doesn't get all wet, like while you do Nadia and Kay and like runs over there to like pose for his <laughs> shot. <laughs> well it's not raining anymore. No, it's not. Oh yet. it's not. Oh, okay. That's still very considerate though. <laughs> so you can stay over there. No. Okay. You don't want me to hover over you while you're drawing for 10 minutes? 
I mean, they're kind of, you know, things constantly changing. The, the spell's going to end up producing, like, a blur across everything as it tries to keep catching you moving back and forth. <laughs> I didn't have time I'm... when I was developing this to make it super instantaneous, so you kind of just have to stay over there. But Fletcher, you're not going to be in the picture. Can you put, can you know what you look like? Can you put yourself in the picture? <laughs> can you Photoshop yourself in later? Self-portrait of the artist. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably be able to later on use the spell to like like in a mirror make a picture of myself lay that over the picture and then make a picture of that so it would be like <laughs> like photocopying things on each other to produce it would be like the world's first photoshop that's awesome <laughs> I love it so good <laughs> amazing what direction are we facing like out towards the desert like to the or like what do we know what direct cardinal direction we're facing? Oh, I mean you're on the summit itself, so like you can okay. sort of spin. We and... can see anywhere. It's not like a, we're not. We actually got to the top, not yeah, like a side. Three sixty oh. view. Okay. Oh, do another one of us all giving the finger out to the desert where that stupid mine is. <laughs> <laughs> How many charges of his wand do you want him to use today? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think I'll be doing that, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a great idea. You guys know it was a good idea. But it, I mean, this, the spell is kind of unique that it will catch like whatever I look at. So I actually can like, you know, like in a photograph, like you can make it like a panoramic. Yeah. If we like, you know, like it's, it doesn't have to be just like, it's not constrained within like a single thing. Yeah. So if, if we have the time to spend here, I can kind of get, get, it'll end up, I don't know, I don't know being, it'll end up producing a very odd, like, circular diagram of, like, the view. It'll end up being sort of a very unique looking picture. But we can do get, it. like, we can do the little things. So I guess, yeah, we'll spend a good amount of time here to get that. That's definitely good. Yeah, because this is, like, it's information that no one back in town has, and, like, I wouldn't even have traveled this far. So, yeah, this is, it's useful information to, to yeah. yeah, there are probably map makers back in New Sanchester that would pay a lot of money for this photograph. A this map maker in particular. Maybe. Drawing. This is definitely going to be at least a full page of paper, though, if you're doing this big panorama. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, since I've, yeah. I've only taken three photos of things, and I have, I mean, notebooks to spare, and they've all been full pages. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like if this is, like, one of those, like, it takes a long time, I feel like you got to do it like the like the TikTok thing where you, like, do the different thing and keep moving as as his, as he's turning around. <laughs> the, like, the okay, time warp scan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, the, yeah, the time warp. That was what I was thinking of, yeah. Okay, so you make your cool, weird panoramic image with or without your friends in it or whatever. They're in part of it, wherever they were standing. Okay. And for reference, yeah, your 360 view includes both north and south views of the mountain range, and also to the east, the desert, and to the west, what looks like sort of like the, the mountains go down into like hills and like what looks sort of like temperate forest. And Nadia, your perception is high enough. You can probably make this out without having to roll that if you look very very far north in the mountain range you can see that there is one peak that rises higher than the others but it does not come to a point it has kind of like a like a weird like flattish top but it's very tall but it's like like, like super way far off in the distance 
Um, yeah. Which also gives prob- you a scale of just how tall it is that you can see it. But it's one of those where, like, you know, when you see a mountain that's, like, super far off and it's so, like, hazy, you barely can mm-hmm. see the outline of it. It's like that. Yeah. I would definitely point that out to Fletcher and make sure that it, if if he doesn't pick it up with his thing, that it gets noted. Mm-hmm. So we're, like, not above the tree line up here, right? Or, like, barely? It's, you're definitely in the, I guess, the Krumholz is what I've been taught to call it, where, like, all of the trees and shrubs are, like, super stunted because it's windy and cold up here, but it, you're not above treeline, yeah. So we're not, we're not looking out at snow-capped peaks, right? We're looking at... Uh, not, not here. Again, this More is... More Appalachians, less Rockies. Yeah, well, this, this is not, at least in this area, you see, like I said, as, as you look farther oh, north, desert, yeah, there so... are more taller mountains this is not the tallest peak in this range it's not even the tallest peak right in this like local area but yeah okay so i would say like i would say picture more like rockies for the whole thing but not all of the Mm. rockies are above tree line so okay we're in the shorter part of the rockies (laughs) so i kind of point to the the temperate forest to the west turn around and probably the first non-natives to ever see that forest it's kind of weird if you think about it yeah maybe i mean there's a few other people that have clearly been through here but true i mean i can't believe we're the only ones there's a lot of people out there yeah i don't i mean i don't know of any settlements on the western coast of arda I mean, definitely yeah. no expeditions from New Seychester. I mean, yeah, we kind of keep to ourselves. And as you heard, there's like scary, goody monsters out there in the tall grass. Which, to be fair, there were. So, I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, those birds, right? Yeah, right? Birds. The worst. Two questions. First, have I ever heard any stories from any of the locals that I've known about a weird flat top mountain like are there any sort of legends that that pings give me a knowledge local check that's a natural 20 so that's 22 yeah a lot of your friends haven't necessarily been there but like you know they're the sorts of people slash creatures that just sort of you know know a lot and talk to a lot of other people so you have you have heard that there is one of these on Arda, but you didn't know exactly where it was, but you can take a, a guess that this is a volcano. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, so probably when I'm pointing that out to Fletcher, or even after, I would just sort of like, oh, wait, I've, there, there, there were stories, there were stories about uh, a mountain that, that, that shoots fire. That might be it. Uh, so if there's an active volcano on Arda, that's that's very interesting. If if we were here at night, I wonder if we may even see a glow in the distance from up here. Oh, maybe. I don't know if it's active or if the, the it was because I mean, no one's traveled out this far from the from where I'm from. But but yeah, we'd have to wait a while. I mean, we're only in, it's not that late yet. But I mean, if you want to, we could. No, I feel like we should continue on, and I don't think I don't think camping at the top of the mountain will be the best thing to do. We can at least try to find some cover down below if we need to camp. Yeah. 
there's not any smoke or anything like that coming out of the not as far as you can tell but again it's like really really far away so you're only like like i said nadia could pick up on it because she has a really high perception and the rest of you like she points it out and you're sort of like squinting like yeah i can kind of make it out but again it's that hazy like really 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 far away mountain peak kind of thing where it's like just barely the silhouette in the sky and then my second question was basically i would like to pull out the storybook and just see if there was anything that kind of looked like that in the book looked like the the big tall mountain the yeah volcano? just just anything that's like yeah like anything that's like a weird mountain or volcano or if any of that like going back through the book see if there's anything that sort of pins that in that storybook i i don't think the volcano is mentioned no yeah none of those stories have the first one is the one about the demon and the kapok tree so that's very like jungle local the middle one is about Elana making Obadhai a suit of armor out of leaves, and the third one is about Obadhai not being able to sleep and winding up making an instrument to help him fall asleep. And that one is, that one sounds more like he was walking all around, um, but it doesn't. None of the mention of volcano, no. Do we see the like path that we've been following for this trial continue, like like turn and continue down another part of the mountain? No, it seems to end here. So you imagine you sort of have to like turn around and go back again to get back down. Can I look around the peak where we are for the satchel of acorns? Yeah, yeah. Everybody can give me perception or search checks to see if you can find the relic. 15? Sorry, what was 27 on a search check. 27, 15... There's some cool rocks. Just some cool rocks. Yeah, I got an 11. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> yeah, nine. Yeah. At least we have a 27 in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Kay, you are very thorough and you scour the whole top of this place and you don't come up with anything like what Sue and Braga described, this little like fur pouch with a brass buckle on it. You don't find anything like that up here, but you're very sure that you looked everywhere on the top. I don't see anything, guys. Like, I don't know. Maybe it was just a myth. Lots of stuff like that. I was like, oh, this thing was found with a blah, blah, blah. Is like BS. It doesn't actually exist. You know what I mean? So I don't know, but it's not here. They said they knew somebody had it with them and brought it up here. But it had been I mean, lost Isn't for that a long how time. all legends start? Isn't there like some lost dwarven relic of the ages that someone knew someone's uncle had at one point and now no one knows where it is because oh, it probably yeah, like never existed hundreds See, no they, all, but they all definitely did exist but actually my third cousin timor knew a guy who said that he had seen in a cave <laughs> the um the handle of Grimthar the Great's uh, war axe. Um, yeah, but uh, he couldn't get to it at the time. But he swears it was there, and then when he went back, it was gone. Yeah, it sounds like a mountain of BS to me, but whatever. I mean, like, what do we want to do? I mean, is the only way to get back down, like, behind us, like, the way we came up? Pretty much. So we missed it, or it's not here, or someone was lying to us, or it never existed. 
Maybe it's on the I back mean, of one of those fallen door things that flops down. It was a long trail. Like we, it, it might still be. We may have just missed it. And we, we can search again. Yeah. Do anything at the top? Hmm? Were we supposed to like do anything up here? Uh, no, we're we're not following. Remember, she said we're not we're not doing the trial that that they would actually do as their people do. We're following along the path to look for this thing, but there's there's nothing of special significance that we would do along here as as outsiders. All right. All, all we can do is search thoroughly on our way back down now that we know i mean we've we've kind of cleared the path of anything that meant us harm so if we head back down we can kind of spend more time searching yeah let's do it kay takes this moment to like shout really loudly from the mountain peak like she read in her books (laughs) nice it echoes very satisfyingly do you shout something or you just yell no i just yell nothing profound no, she probably just shouts echo and found echo. <laughs> echo, echo, echo. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Say, what, what, what has a teenager ever yelled something profound? <laughs> no. <Never>. Not even once. <laughs> but yeah, this is, I think this is probably wild for all of you for different reasons. Like, like, most of you haven't been on top of a place like this before. That's why Kay wanted a selfie. Well, you have, which photos literally don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky that I've developed my own spell that makes an image. <laughs> this might be the first permanent photo or like depiction of any of the three of them. Uh, like, yeah. I assume Nadia doesn't have any. It's not like Cedric had photos. It's not like he had like a yearbook at well, seminary. And like, I mean, obviously paintings exist, but none of you come from families that are like well enough to do that you would have had a portrait painted of you just for funsies, no. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's super weird to just see yourself on the page there. Kay is like staring at it. She's like, is that really what I look like? Does my nose really just look like that all the time? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good nose. <laughs> oh, uh, what what time of day is it now? It's probably like mid-ish afternoon, kind of, you know, the late half of mid-afternoon. Yeah. Uh, maybe we, we can get back to that cave. Yes, that's K exactly. If, if maybe if we <laughs> If we do a thorough search on our way back down all along the way, it's going to take longer than coming up here, but hopefully we can make it back to that shelter for the night. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's yep. our goal. We've, right. we've definitely slept in worse places, worse places than that cave. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Pretty much everywhere. <laughs> Especially the temple next to your, like, smelly, just resurrected death body. Okay, well, that was a little bit hurtful, but... <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Too soon. Too soon. I'm sorry. I mean, it's not like I could bathe myself while I was dead. <laughs> I mean, really, the snoring was, I think, the bigger problem at that point. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> at least when I Maybe. was dead, there was no snoring. 
<laughs> well, if we, if any of us dies, then we just have to have Cedric snore near us because he could wake the dead by snoring. That's true. I have read about some spells. But see, that's what I'm saying. So are you leaving the majestic mountaintop and about facing down the path? Yes, yeah, is something going to eat our face off? Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hopefully we'll see it if we're going to be doing a thorough searching yeah. the whole way back down hopefully mm-hmm. we will not be caught off guard by anything that may have moved in yeah so you are going back down let me unhighlight my notes so i can see what the order of things is again <laughs> all right so you sort of make your pick your way carefully back down the path it's again it stopped raining but the rocks are still slippery because it's wet. So you're being careful because going down is sometimes more dangerous than going up. And you make it back to the second gap that you crossed. Nah, do we have to do this BS again? <laughs> I mean, you could just like jump off the side of the mountain, but like... YOLO! There's ropes. Uh, Alright, Nadia, you learned all about rope tying. Let's do it. I did, I did, I did. <laughs> While they're tying ropes, can I search up and down like this length of path yeah we want we want to be looking constantly if, if we're gonna I, if we're gonna feel confident if if it's there or not we gotta look yeah I, th- I think at this point you've probably figured out that none of your passives were high enough to just see it so mm-hmm. um bottom yeah, I guess Fletcher bottom, and i will both look okay go bottom rope is 15 okay is this a search or a perception either top uh, rope is a 20 cool can I also search after I'm done looking at tying ropes? Sure. Uh, Is it a search or a much perception? Better. Um, either. And you said you two are searching the path sort of before this gap? Yeah. Okay. 24. T- top rope is 16, bottom is 14. Cool. Awesome. Love it. I got a, I only got a 16 on my search. Okay. I got a 19. I guess I'll like look in the chasm. Okay. You, you want to also look in the chasm or that's what you were doing? No, that's what I just rolled the search oh, to look, to in, look the in the chasm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, Cedric and Fletcher, very thoroughly search the path leading up to this gap, or I guess above the gap, if you're thinking about the elevation of the path. And yeah, you like, you're like looking under rocks and all kinds of stuff, like, you know, messing leaf litter around to look for it. And you don't see anything like this. Kay, you look down into the bottom of this chasm and Nadia flew down in there earlier and both of you noticed that like there's a lot of sort of like loose rubble in there. So you feel like if it was down there, you might not necessarily see it immediately, but like there's definitely stuff down there in such a way that like something could have fallen in a crack down there. Could I like take another pass, but like sort of more slowly look more carefully, like poke things? Look, look in the look in the Brock pile stuff. It concentrated the bottom. Twenty three. Yeah. Okay. So with a little more focused search this time, you do you make a pass and something shiny catches you or your eye, and you fly over and sort of in amongst the rubble, you find a little fur leather pouch with a brass buckle on it. Open it up! Yeah, I'll pop it open just to make sure it's got its contents. There are three. I couldn't believe it, but Ryan guessed my favorite acorn last time. They're bur oak acorns because they're weird and fuzzy. 
<laughs> so there are three Baroque acorns in the pouch. Yeah, then I definitely like close it up real tight and bring it back up. And who wants to carry it? Duh. Oh god, I do not want to be responsible for that. Yeah, I'll carry it. it. No. <laughs> <laughs> the two of you backing away for a bit and Nadia like oh. I'm like fine I'm keeping in mind Nadia Thanks, is flying around a lot and just has a little pouch in which she carries all kinds of shit so but not it a would whole just lot get mixed in with the other acorns she's got in her <laughs> <No>. bag <laughs> Fletcher as Nadia hands it to you like right as your fingertips touch the pouch you have this like flash where like your eyes are seeing something that's not what's immediately in front of you you see what look like charred tree trunks and a figure of some kind. And then all of a sudden you can back to seeing what's actually in front of you. You're right there, bud. Did, did anybody, you know, I mean, if it was like, did anybody notice anything or was just instant just to me? It was like, just, just a moment as you're like taking the pouch from Nadia and like, right as your hand first touched it, you saw yeah. that, but it was just a split second. Okay. So unless you like, react, they wouldn't notice. Yeah. Yeah, I think it happens. I'm like, ah, uh, uh, you're right there, bud. Mm-hmm. Not Nadia. Did did anything happen when you touched this pouch? Mm-mm. I think I what. I'm going to turn it, Cedric. Okay, will will one of you hold this for a moment? Kate like puts her hands out. Okay. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna hand it to Kay. Yeah, you please place it in your hands. Yeah, you hold it. I don't know, bruh. Here you go. You can take it back. Yeah, I, so I, I take it back and just and describe it. I when I just took this from Nadia, I I don't know what it was, but I I saw desolation, charred plants, destroyed trees, and, and something, somebody in the middle of it, and then it was gone. Pass it over here. I'll hand it, I'll, I'll put it in Cedric's hands too. As it touches your hand, Cedric, you see the vision you've seen before for a split second. I I think I've seen this before. Good, you guys can be the chosen ones and I don't need to be talked to anymore. This is great. <laughs> is it the same thing he saw? Did- I. Did you see this? What what I described? Yeah, there was a person in the distance, and then blasted, burned trees. That's yeah. That's exactly what I saw. When did when have you seen this before, Cheryl? Can you remind me when I saw it before? Yeah. So you had a dream where the the mm-hmm. first time you saw this, it was just the just sort of like immediately where you felt like you were standing to view this and you saw the like the burned tree trunks and the ground the second time was as you were dying you saw the scene a little more completely and you realized it was a vaguely circular shape and that there were like what looked like living trees kind of in the periphery of your vision and you saw a figure of some kind you couldn't make out any details you just you felt like there was a figure standing there somewhere in this opening the dream that I had, though, the first time I saw this, it was after 
one of the temples, right? Yeah, so it was after Lucanus died, you burned his body, and then the next day you encountered goblins in the grassland burning the grass to hunt? Yes. Yeah. So, I've seen this twice now. It seems very familiar to me. The first time after Lucanus' death in a dream. And then the second, I think while I was dead, I saw it again. It's a memory that I have from that time. I don't know if it was before or after I died, but it's it's in there kind of mixed in with all of those memories. But I don't know what it means. I don't know who the person is. I I don't think that's anything we're going to figure out right now. That's if only the two of us are seeing this, I imagine it has some sort of connection with an arcane energy or some kind of connection with the planes. But I also don't know if it has something connected with K and everything going on with that. Uh, we'll have to, maybe if, if we take these acorns back, we can get maybe more, maybe there's stories behind these that may be related to this somehow. Like they're, they're, there's acorns, there were dead trees in the vision, perhaps they have some kind of tale about something related to this. That's our, really our only, our only path forward to, to learn anymore, I think, is to, to talk with people about uh, what we saw and, and maybe legends or prophecies. That's, at least those are the kinds of things that have been documented in history before connected to these kinds of events. Maybe they're magical lost acorns from the trees that were burned down. Okay, but my visions were pre-acorn touching. Mm. I think we should let other people touch our acorns <laughs> and see if they have visions. So Fletcher's well, that Well, that gets, you, that gets you sent to jail. But... <laughs> Not if they're consenting. <laughs> so, so consensual consensual acorn touching yeah, and yeah. then so you're we'll suggesting see... you're suggesting you we review the literature i'm suggesting we increase the size of our sample of acorn touching so i want to do a literature review of acorn touching you want to do experimental acorn touching mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why don't we do both? talking about a nut sack <laughs> sounds great sounds we great you have a nut sack three nuts. i mean yeah it's you a people it's a sack with three nuts in it it's like the standard about a nuts in a sack. Don't die, Cheryl. You made a nut sack and you did not think about this. this. It's really straight out of the books. <laughs> we'll just walk up to every person we meet and say, will you touch my nut sack? Super, mm-hmm. super yeah. serious ancient relic of the gods. It's like, I mean, Kay found a, 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 a stone sack, three stones in it. Now we got a nut sack with three nuts in it. Yeah. Perfect. So, uh... <laughs> now I've got two, or well, I've got a, a sack with stones in it. Fletcher's got a sack with nuts in it, and Kay's got one. We just need a ball sack now. Do we have a bunch of balls that we need to keep track I of? I don't know. We could. We probably. I don't. I don't think I have any balls. I mean, let me, let me check my. <laughs> that backpack. goes without saying. Let me check my my. <laughs> Cedric revealing a lot about himself today. Mm-hmm. 
Sure, we're doing the mental math on adding more monsters to our yeah. back down the mountain. <laughs> anyway, while well, this conversation was riveting, but I would like to get to the cave before it gets dark, and then maybe we can continue this discussion about various sacks containing various round that's, objects. That's, yeah, let's, let's safely, let's safely get back to the cave, and, and then we'll whip our nutsack back out and continue our conversation and see if we can come up with anything. Yeah, I think we should spend more time exploring our nutsack. <laughs> Y'all are nuts. Let's just go. Uh, so I was going to say that I would just hand wave over you crossing the chasm and assume you did it safely, but now I feel like I shouldn't. In the cave yeah uh, there's another crick in there who knew uh no it's it's fine you make you make it back into the cave no problem because like you've practiced getting across these chasms at this point like you have a system that works really well and you made sure that everything was safe and right and tight and you've got lots of redundancies so you make it back into the cave no problem and yeah it's like early evening at this point so you feel like this is a good place to stop and take cover because making it all the rest of the way back to the bottom would put you in like pretty well into night. Yeah. So we just take a break and play with our nutsack. I, 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 I do when it's dark. <laughs> that when it's dark, it's the best time to do it. Mm -hmm. Just want to pop up from the cave and look toward the big mountain and see if it's glowing. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with sex. Just not a single thing. <laughs> Give me a perception. <laughs> I love the way you said that. That was. <laughs> uh, uh. Oh, you were doing so well for me. That's only twelve. So you're like you've made it a ways, not like a really far ways, but you've made it a ways back down away from the peak. And so at this point with it like being dusk, it's actually like hard to make out the big mountain anymore. So you're okay. not really sure. Yeah. Yeah, if we're settling in for the night. Yeah, I'm guessing we're just gonna, I mean, eat, rest, and, and yeah, I don't think we, we can't really do much <laughs> being in a cave on a mountainside, so... Okay, so then we can move on to the next morning if that works for you. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you were setting watches or if you're just, you know. Yes, yeah. we should probably oh, set yeah. watches. Yeah, we got attacked up here. We're definitely setting watches. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, we're dumb. We're not that dumb. Then <laughs> uh, can I have perception checks from the people doing watches? Um, if, everyone, if everyone's okay with the fire still being lit for the first watch while you all settle down, I can take the first watch and then we can dim it down or do whatever for other people to, to take over. Sounds good. Okay. I can do the second watch. And then okay. I can take last. Great. I'll just uh see you guys in the morning. <laughs> good Sleep night. Well. <laughs> Sleep like the dead. Peter need, Peter needs to rest from carrying his sack around all day. Mm -hmm. It's very heavy. I got a lot of meat in my sack. I'm going to use my new glow in the dice start. Glow in the dark die. Glow that in the one. dice dark. My perception check. I got an eighteen. An eighteen. Oh, like fourteen. Wait, and is this wait? Is this perception? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. Okay. Eleven. Yeah. So your pa- your watches all pass relatively unremarkably. Like you know, you're you're pretty far up, and there's not a whole lot of vegetation, so there aren't that many like wild things moving around here. No more gricks come out of the crack in the hole in the back of the cave. So yeah, you wake up the next morning feeling refreshed. The air is slightly less humid than the day prior. And it is... I guess we putter our way back down then. Yeah, it's yeah. the 14th day of Bright Run. Mm-hmm. So you are going all the way back down to the bottom? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, so you make it all the way back down to the bottom of the path of the the Walk of the Four Winds, which takes you right back to the temple where you'd been hanging out previously. Don't play with your nutsack in the temple. It's disrespectful. I, I want to show it to some other people. <laughs> you should ask for permission first. Well, Sue Sue specifically requested, I mean, told us She about, wanted to see. She wants true. to Let's see our nutsack. Sue, <laughs> yeah. Sue specifically not asked. What she said, you should go find it because it might be helpful to you. Because <laughs> well, it might be helpful to us. Yes. She might, she mm-hmm. thought we oh. might want to find the nutsack and yeah, hold she, the nutsack. She thought y'all were special. You're certainly... Some kind of special. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, special English. but immature. Yeah. We can show her we we found it, we survived the trail, and we have those things, the, the armor the and, yeah. and the bow mm-hmm. that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that we can bring back. Mm-hmm. And give to her if she's kind of part of the temple and the trial and everything, we can mm-hmm. go to her for that. Cool. We should also definitely ask her about the visions, though. Yeah, and, well, and more... I mean, what else they know about the acorns? Like, if this, like, if mm-hmm. they specifically knew about these things, and someone from this, from these people had this, they may, they may have more about it. Even if it's like stories and legends and stuff. Although well, we only have six minutes to talk to her about all of that. So, <laughs> well, so we can either like go a little long, and you can do all that now, or we can just cut it here and do that next week. I think that's a good start to next week. Like we're like we get back into town and are like heading, you know, it's like morning and we're and we're heading over to, to Sue's house. Sounds good. Okay. Then yeah, we will pick up there next week, next Sunday, doing a back to back. Woo. So you can catch us here again at six PM Eastern. They're gonna talk to Sue about the Alana's seed pouch that they found. Oh seed pouch. That is That's come back. Tune in, tune in next time when the cast shows an NPC their nutsack. <laughs> well, it also that's Please an even worse euphemism. That's um, an even worse euphemism. It's called seed Elano's pouch. seed pouch. That's what the item is called. That's what you call the item. No, that's not what we're calling it. I didn't make it up. It's a real <laughs> item from the books. <laughs> it's a real fictional item. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's not what it's called we now we own it it's ours we to meet we the new dungeon master because <laughs> <laughs> I quit <laughs> we love uh, appreciate uh, all the hard work you put into uh-huh, this game yeah, I'm okay. sorry cool. awesome. we're immature um, and horrible <laughs> um, yeah so we're gonna do that I guess next week. <laughs> um, next week will be episode number forty-eight. We're coming up on episode Ooh. fifty. 
So very exciting. So yeah, don't forget, episode 50 is going to be on Sunday, October 17th, and we are working on a day-long marathon live stream to pump everybody up and, you know, prelude episode 50. So there are going to be some one-shots, and we're thinking of doing like a cast Q&A, so stay tuned because I'm going to start announcing that kind of stuff as we get everything organized. Yeah, anybody else have anything they'd like all of our friends out there to know? No? Cool. Awesome. Then we are going to get out of here, but we will see you next week. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. Bye, Bye. friends. Bye.